0: Hello, hello, streaming world. How are we doing?
1: How are we doing? We live. We live. I've hit the record button.
2: Hello, re- everyone. I
1: remember to hit it. Working perfectly this time. This week, everything's working great. It's all, Fantastic. We're all fine.
2: Fantastic. We're all fine here now. How are you? Everything's everything's fine here. How are you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome to uh, episode thirty-one of uh, the Clockwork Clan Clantina? Cantina. Cantina. Cl- I don't know about that. The Clockwork Cantina. Sorry
0: hello everyone
3: uh, it's hard okay. to talk
1: speaking speaking's is hard man
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> good thing i'm not trying to make a living off of it um uh, uh we're styling and
2: profiling woo styling and
1: profiling yeah. yeah yeah if you haven't figured out today's main topic when we get to it, it would be the, the the wrestling we're going to talk Indeed. about the wrestling in part two of the show after the news Indeed. um that's the uh, main topic of the day Specifically sure. around the '90s and Attitude Era, and maybe a little bit before, and maybe a little bit after, depending on. Uh...
2: We'll see where the conversation yeah, goes. We'll but, see,
1: yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes, because like, cause some of it sets each other up, right? Some of the '80s stuff sets up the '90s stuff. Yeah, and... yeah. Uh, but anyway, how? Uh, what have you been up to this week, Daniel, my friend? Oh, wait, we should introduce uh, ourselves first. That's what we do, right? Uh, I'm Josh '902,
2: yes. and this is my good buddy and co-host. And I'm DT3. Hello, everyone. Hello, if you're watching everybody. For the first time, welcome. We, welcome, uh, you know. We do these every uh, Saturday live uh, <laughs> on Twitch, and then uh, these get uploaded on Sundays on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, ah, <laughs> uh,
3: hell yeah. Uh,
1: all right, now now we move into the next part of the show, which is what you've been up to, buddy. What has this week been for you?
2: Uh. <laughs> Animal Crossing has taken over.
1: The, the Animal Crossing, I have, and, I have it right here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and also Seven Days to Die, and uh, yeah, a lot of that too. <laughs> that's pretty much been it, though, man. Like Animal Crossing, Seven Days to Die have taken completely over. Shit, I mean, last night stayed up so fucking late. Oh my God, 7 a.m. Uh,
1: I went to bed at 7 a.m. my time.
2: It was uh, it was was quite a night last the, night. Uh, the, the sun was up. But to be fair. Yeah, to be fair, I also saw a movie last night which I had been meaning to watch for quite some time, which was Parasite, the oh, Academy wait. Award-winning Parasite, for best picture and a bunch of other things. It was pretty good. Um I saw a lot of similarities uh to Joker, believe it or not, in that movie. Really? <laughs> in some in, in several ways, yeah. There, there there are some similarities, especially since I saw them like back to back, they're like they were like pretty clear That's cool. similarities there. Um, also, uh, I know I like, it's like, it won the best picture and everything and everybody's like going apeshit over that movie. Like it's, it's good, but given all the hype, everyone has been like, you know, given that movie, I, I I think to me it wasn't like the like super crazy thing, you know, people were making it out to be. Yeah, that's the thing. I think it's still good. Yeah. I think people hype that shit too much. And then like, to me, I'm just like, all right, you know, it it was good, but. You know, it's not that good. Yeah, that's just me though. That's just me because yeah, I I I had it hyped. I had like I had it like super hyped up for me. So mm-hmm. maybe that's probably why. But yeah. uh, I mean, I still think it's a good movie. So no no nobody better come attack me for nothing because I still think it's a good movie. God damn it. God damn it, it's a good movie. Leave me alone. <laughs> it is a good movie. It is it is good. I I will give it that. And uh, I I still need yeah, to see it. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. So I had to uh you know i had to get myself locked in watching it because it's a it's a korean film so you know there's gonna be subtitles and there's gonna be but you know fortunately though koreans i don't know how i mean i'm sure obviously there's other languages that do this Mm -hmm. but like they speak like korean and then like certain words are like so close to english or like certain certain phrases they speak like in english so i'm like hey i know what that means (laughs) yeah (laughs) so that was pretty cool uh no, nah, but yeah, man. I, you know, I fucking again, last night was 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 a doozy. Fucking uh, that's why I'm wearing a a beanie and a hoodie because I look like shit right now. So yeah, I'm just like, I gotta cover I gotta cover this up and you know
1: gotta gotta we hide our, our our grossness under clothing.
2: <laughs> man, yeah, you know, I gotta uh. fuck, dude. Nah, but it was you know it's it's been uh yeah it's, it's been fun though, man. Like I said, Animal Crossing has pretty much taken over uh it's uh yeah it's pretty i honestly did not expect myself to uh enjoy this game as much as i am
1: yeah i'm having a lot of fun with it too because it's also my first animal crossing
3: yeah, yeah um
1: and i'm having a lot of good time i'm having a good time man and I was we've been playing so much seven days though too like guys you have no yeah, idea
2: yeah seven no... days
1: dude i played 11 hours yesterday <laughs> Or <laughs> some yeah, Josh, fucking Josh bat went shit all crazy out, man. That uh, shit crazy shit. Oh my god.
2: Yeah, he went all out, man. It was it was pretty nuts.
1: Oh my god. Oh, it was nuts, nuts, nuts. I don't think I've watched any. I watched I watched Austin Powers again, I guess. <laughs> That's kind of all I watched. <laughs>
2: Austin
0: Powers. Yeah, oh my god. I don't even know why, so. Gotcha. That's uh, cool. I mean, yeah, that's like I said, that's
2: pretty much been my week, man. Yeah, just that's... Animal Crossing seven days, and then Parasite. <laughs> Daniel, it, Daniel,
1: and I have had almost the same week, except I haven't seen Parasite, so uh, it's crazy.
2: It is quite crazy. Uh, yes.
1: And I guess that's I guess all I guess I it's say, gonna yeah. be, huh? All I, I mean, when's the next big game release come out?
2: Uh I don't know everything's getting pushed back so it's like it's kind of tough to tell and then as far as like games yeah I mean those have not really been pushed back yet but um I don't know I'm gonna, I'm pull up I'm a not calendar. Really sure I'm pull up oh, cal because really uh, I, I don't I don't I don't remember what but
3: you know do <laughs> 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 this oh it's everything's everything starting to get
2: we're still in March, but it's about to be April soon. So, uh,
1: My next big thing will be probably Persona 5 Royale, ah. which is March 31st. And then the next big thing, there's just another two big things that are like a week apart, which is Resident Evil 3 and then Final Fantasy 7. Oh, Final Fantasy
2: 7, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I know there's a lot of people excited for both of those.
1: Also, Minecraft Dungeons comes out next next month, and I'm kind of curious. At the end of the month, next month, and I'm kind of curious to so check that out.
2: Yeah, I remember watching it at E3, like, several years ago, and I was like, yeah, man, this looks kind of... It looked cool. Looks Looks pretty interesting, I have to say, yeah. But,
1: yeah, we got we got some things coming. We got some things, but, but until then, Animal Crossing in seven days till pale freezes over, apparently.
2: I mean, yeah, <laughs> dude, because, yeah, I don't know, it's just... Which
1: I'm taking the day off from seven days. Seven days is getting a day off. <laughs> 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 My eyes are
2: going to melt. I... I understand it, cause yeah, you had quite a day on seven days yesterday, man.
1: I might play some RimWorld or something later. That might be fun.
2: Um, I gotta press the tonight, too. Also, I noticed uh, since I'm wearing this Blind Wave hoodie is very fitting, because as we know, or the, of, those of you who know, uh, Rick and Maggie Martin of uh, Blind Wave are pretty big wrestling fans. So you know, it's
1: true. It's true. It, it all worked
2: out. It all worked out, man. I'm keeping it on, keeping it on topic for for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man. Let's uh, let's move into the news. Then I
1: think we're ready to uh, move forward. I think so. Uh, which I don't know how much there uh, is, cause you are my news home. Uh, um,
2: there, I'll be honest. There's not a whole lot of news, but that's you know, that's be just because the, the way the things are going on in the world, you know. Which, uh, yeah. However, that being said, there's still a few things this So, because the fact that there are a few things, I'm gonna you know get into that so let's go ahead and do it. uh <clears throat> so uh June eighteenth June eighteenth is the day that uh the outer outer wilds, not to be confused with the outer worlds. Uh, it's coming to Steam because it was previously an Epic Games exclusive. Um, so the Outer Wilds, like I said, not to be confused with the Outer Worlds because for some reason, these two games both came out last year with very similar titles. Uh, yeah, coming out to uh, uh, for Steam because it was available last year on the Epic Games. Uh, you can pre-order it. Uh, oh, no, you, you cannot pre-order it yet, but you can wishlist it uh so we don't know the price yet but on epic games it's 24.99 so you know think of something like that probably probably exactly the same price or whatever i don't know it depends because like epic and steam like to have competitive you know prices or whatever sometimes too right Yeah. Um, but anyway yeah I, i heard this game is good i haven't played it myself um but i would be willing to check this out for sure and it comes out in the summertime in june because as we previously mentioned in uh uh you know older episodes of of, of the show is that the, there's not a whole lot coming out in june right now slowly they're adding more stuff like my most anticipated game Ghost of Tsushima is coming out in june uh now this is coming out in june even though it's not a new game you know it's it's it'll be new for people who you know didn't get it on Epic Games or whatever but uh but yeah i i'm i'm curious i want i want to check it out so that's cool um we had there's, there's, we're gonna go into like a bunch of Nintendo news here because we just had re- we recently had a uh, Nintendo Direct and we have some interesting news from there. Starting off with the fact that uh, Star Wars Episode One Racer is coming to the Switch and PS4. There's no release date confirmed yet, but they also announced that that very same day, which was the 26th, I believe, two days ago. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy was available that day for the Switch, so uh, probably s- PS4 as well.
1: Go hang out with your best, favorite character in all of Star Wars, Rosh Pennan
2: rosh pen and i I, I was trying to figure out where you were going with that but i was like oh yeah rosh you know you know every time i think of rosh i always always hear in my head i'm a great jedi or whatever the fuck he used to say you remember that (laughs) i'm a great jedi (laughs) did (laughs) i win it wasn't a. Oh, dude oh my god rosh is you're you're bringing me back terrible memories (laughs) oh my god dude Fuck Rosh! Dude, people give Karth onassy shit? Fuck, fuck Rosh, man. That's the true bitch. Rosh, okay?
1: Rosh is way worse than Karth ever was, and I For like
2: Karth. Yeah, I, I I actually like Karth, you know. But Rosh is just a little, little punk, man. Yeah, yeah. And then spoiler alert: later in the story, you know, the stuff that happens with him is like, fuck, fuck you, man. Anyway, but Jedi Academy, honestly, though, if you guys haven't played it, it's really fun. It is one of my favorite Star Wars games of all time. I have a lot of hours into that game on PC. I modded it a lot. You can get well for the PC version. You can like mod it up a lot, and you can get like skins and like you know different lightsabers and whatnot.
1: Jedi and, Academy may have been my um very first foray into like role playing and video games
2: because yeah, there was there was a lot of huge role playing uh, stuff for those. A for lot of too, right?
1: a lot of multiplayer. Uh, yeah, which by uh, the way, they are adding
2: it. multiplayer to the Switch version as well. That's pretty dope.
1: Yeah, you could mod the shit out of Academy. You still can. That shit's still I alive. I do. Yeah,
2: there's, there's like, uh, the, yeah, the modding communities for, 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 for Jedi Academy are, well, are definitely well alive. They have stuff from like the new movies, and you know, it's, it's, it's pretty impressive. I, I used to be like a lot more into it than I am right now because uh, I haven't I used, played the game I used a long to time. Be
1: massive into
2: Academy. But, uh, but I still really love that game. I have so many fond memories of Jedi Academy, man. It's,
1: uh, mm, I had some good friends is, on there, man.
2: Yeah, it's it's one of my uh, one definitely one of my favorite not only Star Wars games but games in general that I've ever played. Uh, and like you know, if you've never played the story to it, it's it's a fun fun little story too, you know. I've
1: played the story several times. Yeah.
2: If you want to play as a Jedi and and you know, have some force powers, fuck some shit up, it's pretty cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. It, it came out at a time like bef- you know before the current canon that we have right now, so which doesn't matter but I'm just saying like if you're expecting this to be like a canon game it's not a new game it's an it's, a, it's an old game Jedi Academy came out in 2003 but it is one of the one of the best and uh yeah man I just Jedi Academy like by no bar none like it's one of my favorite Star Wars games or like I said just games in general of all time I uh have a lot of hours and good times in the game so I uh, I uh I would. Uh, I, I would it. love
1: another one. I would love another Jedi Knight.
2: I would too, man. I would too. I would recommend it. Uh, but hopefully the controls are a little bit better than the the Jedi Outcast ones because I got Jedi Outcast for Switch and that mm-hmm. was kind of, that Maybe.
3: was kind of wonky a little here's,
2: bit. So just hoping. We hope yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully they 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 fix it. But anyway, yeah, two 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 great Star Wars games. Like I said, Jedi Academy, which is out now for the Switch, and then uh, Episode One uh racer, which uh, I know a lot of people are a fan of as well. That has no release date yet, like I said again, but keep an eye on it because uh you know it's coming. So yeah.
3: Pretty excited Moving on.
2: It. Yeah, me too man Moving on from that, uh we have uh, a new fighter for Super Smash Brothers. Damn. Uh and it's gonna be somebody from ARMS. Oh <laughs> uh which you know yeah they don't have they, we don't know exactly who it is yet but it's gonna be from the game arms they talked about it on the uh, direct uh arms is a 2017 fighting game for the switch uh like, like box
3: or something.
2: yeah it's like a boxing game um so we'll see what exactly they're gonna do for this but uh yeah i mean i i i gotten i've had i've gotten so far every single one of the like dlc smash bros fighters and they haven't all been my favorite to be honest Cause like most of them, like who, like who is this? Who's that? Like I don't know, you know what I mean? But like, I, I I get that they have to like you know, Smash Bros is such a like worldwide game, you know, and then you mm-hmm. and then you got and you got like and you know the you know Japanese folks working on it, so they're gonna add characters from games that you know Japanese like you know or like over you know, that they like you know that we may not be as familiar with. But at the same time, that's kind of cool because we get to learn about other stuff too. I, I you know I suppose right. Um, but anyway, uh yeah, they announced a new fighter from arms. Don't, don't know who it is yet, but they had like a picture of like nine or 12 fighters, I don't know how many. This is like a bunch of different fighters from that game, so we shall see. Um but yeah. Smash Bros is continuing
0: to add fighters into the Smash Ring or whatever you want to call it. Um
2: Also in that Nintendo Direct, uh, there's a bunch of different games coming to the Switch in May that have not previously been on there. Like uh, one of Josh's favorite games of all time, the XCOM 2 collection is coming to the Nintendo Switch. So it's going to be XCOM 2, four DLC packs, and the War of the Chosen expansion all in one. Uh, There's going to be the Borderlands Legacy Collection, which includes Borderlands, Borderlands 2, and Borderlands of Pre-Sequel. Those are all coming uh BioShock Remastered, BioShock 2 Remastered, uh BioShock Infinite the complete edition and then if you just want all three of them you can get the BioShock collection.
3: Oh yeah.
2: Um and then uh more more stuff coming is uh Burnout Paradise Remastered, Kings Bounty 2, uh Catherine Full Body, uh and then within the next coming months, some some of the other things that are going to be coming to the Switch. Uh Saints Row 4 reelected. Uh, Trials of Mana The Elder Scrolls Blades Minecraft Dungeons which Josh mentioned earlier Mm -hmm. Uh, Warhammer 40k uh, what is this Uh, Mechanicus Mechanicus that's
1: like it's like XCOM kinda
2: okay so that's coming in May Uh, I don't know what this is but that's uh, this sounds like a like a porn parody or or a porn movie or something Mr. Driller Drillland is coming Mm -hmm. June June 25th Nice. Uh, the Legend of Heroes The Trials of Cold Steel 3 June 30th and then No Vigor uh, it's coming in fall. Uh, so anyway. Those are some of the stuff coming to the Nintendo Switch within the next few months. I'm curious Josh. Uh, right. since you since you play a lot of XCOM on the PC, would you be would you double dip for it on the Switch or no or no are you just like this is my PC game.
1: Probably not. And the biggest reason why not is mods.
2: Oh, um, uh, you know what? That's that's a fair that's a fair that's a va- very valid point. Um
1: but if um, if it goes on sale, maybe? Just because I my like having it was, portable? I double dipped yeah, on my Phantom th- Doctrine cuz it was 5 bucks, so.
2: Yeah, I was going to say my thinking was you could just lay down in bed and play XCOM, you know? Yeah. Like yeah, no. Like you can just play whatever cuz I know I know you you are like we all know you're really big on the XCOM. Like so if so I was
1: taking like a that was long... my thinking no I... if I was taking like a long flight Maybe, yeah, I'd buy XCOM because yeah. I can just get lost in XCOM but the biggest the yeah. biggest negative for me with it is I'm not going to pay full price for it it's on sale, cheap enough, yeah, maybe
3: Yeah,
2: but uh, also and, you and do bring up it. a good point though, is that modding is huge for that game,
1: it's, so it, it was built from the ground up with mod tools in mind, so
2: Yeah, so that's uh, That's something yeah. they're not
1: going to be able to do on this Switch, I believe
2: Right, right, that's, that is a very good, very good point, indeed um, uh, but yeah, if it ever goes on sale
1: kind of cheaper, yeah, I double
2: mm-hmm. dip probably just to That's have cool. it. Yeah, I, yeah, I get you. I get you. Uh, moving on, it all goes back to Animal Crossing. So, Animal Crossing, uh, <laughs> New Horizons, uh, there's gonna be a Bunny Day event, uh, and then uh, a character called Leaf, who I'm not familiar with because I haven't played any of these games before, is gonna be coming. But, uh, the first event for Animal Crossing, uh, horizons is bunny day it's going to be like a uh scavenger hunt giving players the ability to craft any eggs they find uh you, so you're pretty much going to be like digging for uh you know eggs and like you can make like egg shaped furniture and things like that and then the event after that is going to be earth day mm-hmm. uh, which a character called leaf who's a sloth uh is is going to be uh, bring in the event over in the at the end of April um so like I said uh like I said uh there's gonna be a lot of events coming for uh for Animal Crossing New Horizons so get ready for that because certain things are only available at certain times uh and that will definitely be getting people to like, you know, do the extra grind and whatnot. And you know, it, it's gonna be fun, man. Like, I already have so much fun with this game. It's gonna be. It's I gonna have. Be a
1: blast. I have. I'm opening my gates right now.
2: <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Oh my god! Everybody's uh, offline. Never mind. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's we got some events coming for that. I'm very that's excited. It's pretty, to pretty see dope. It. Yeah, so, so, so since this is like our first uh, Animal Crossing game, I'm very curious to see like how how this kind of stuff works and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah,
1: we need an Animal Crossing expert. We should have had a guest.
2: <laughs> we do, yeah.
1: So we could have been like, did they have holidays in the old games? I have no fucking clue.
2: I, I'm sure they, I'm sure they that something like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to talk to. Uh, I have, I have someone in mind we can we can bring in for as an Animal Crossing expert. If we ever want to do a, an episode based off of that. An
1: animal expert. A, yeah. zoo, a zookeeper, so to speak. Uh,
2: moving on. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn will be releasing a comic book series later this year. That's pretty dope. Uh, Gorilla and Titan Comics team up to create a new story set after the game's end. Oh. Uh, PlayStation exclusive Horizon Zero Dawn set to launch on PC for the first time later this year is getting a comic book, a comic series based off its post-apocalyptic world. In the collaboration between developer Guerrilla Games and Titan Comics, readers will be able to check on Aloy's story after the events of the game. Damn. uh Titan Comics will release Horizon Zero Dawn number 1 into comic stores and onto digital devices on July 22nd. Uh, according to the press release, readers will also be able to pick up a prequel comic as a part of the Free Comic Book Day 2020, May 2nd. Uh, Free comic book free comic book day has been postponed due to the COVID 19 pandemic so it's unclear if the prequel comic will still be available on may 2nd but uh you know we'll see and yeah you you know what this tells me though that that they're making a new comic Mm -hmm. for this is that they're maybe like getting ramping things up for like a sequel you know
1: setting up that sequel yeah
2: yep because it's i mean at this point it's been like three years since the first game came out so i feel Uh. like it's Perfect timing. They're coming out with the second game on PC. You know, why not come out with the second one? Right? What if it
1: What if it was a launch title for the PS
2: Five? Uh, that would be cool. That would like, be really could, dope. Like, actually,
1: come out swinging hard on on, Hell on your PS yeah, dude! The
2: first Horizon is one of the best PS Four games, like straight up.
1: I could see that. I could totally see that happening.
2: Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn, the the first one is one of like without a doubt one of the best PS Four
1: games. Which I'm still in the progress of playing, but I'm gonna wait for the PC oh, version now. S-
2: so good. It's yeah. so good, man. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely gotta got continue playing it because it is it is fantastic.
1: It will it would take it down at some point.
2: And here is something that uh well actually I don't this may be the wrong thing. I'm, I might I might have gotten the wrong thing here.
1: It, uh, shit, shit happens.
2: We well, don't I ever do it again. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need to see if this is the right uh <laughs> Don't ever do it again. The right trailer because I was gonna talk about something that you, you kind of touched on a little earlier. Actually, yeah, we can we can show this up real quick. Alright, here I'm posting it in the chat. It's been to be the Persona 5 Royale yes.
1: Aquaroids
2: trailer. Oh so, yeah, uh, I watched this.
1: I watched the shit out of this.
2: So this is coming out uh, very soon. Josh said on the thirty first, I believe. I
1: believe that's what the release thing I said. Which is this, this
2: upcoming Tuesday at the time of this recording. Boy, I'm uh, about, to, about to drop some money. So, for those of you who don't know, Josh is a huge, huge Persona 5 fan. Uh, I remember I like- when he streamed this game several years ago. Mm. Uh, and I have not played any of these Persona games. But I had been thinking to myself, uh, maybe I should get this new one coming out. Oh, dude. Dude, Which... Which kind of confuses me because Dude. is it like basically pers- the the other Persona Five with just added stuff on yeah, it? Yeah, well, like, what uh, it, is it?
1: They do this usually with the Persona games. It's got a new character. This character right here. I'm gonna pause the video.
0: Hold up. Go back. Go we'll go right here. This one right here is a is a new character that they're adding, which means new social links oh, uh, okay. and such
1: like that. Uh, I think they're adding a whole new act, a whole new season. There's some more palaces. Um. Damn. Uh this game's long by the way. Persona which, 5 is long. I was going to
2: say which is crazy to me because this, this game is already long enough as it is, right?
1: Yeah, it's very long. But god and they're damn, adding it's like, so more good.
2: to it, which is which is insane to me.
1: Knowing the game, I see every spoiler in here, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: well, I don't think uh, most they're...
1: people would
0: understand it though.
2: Yeah, there's like people like um, me who don't know shit, so I'm just like, uh, uh. uh
1: I th- I think you'd love this game. To be honest. The music yeah, I, the music I, is it's,
3: it's, 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 it's
2: so good. <laughs> I remember you you, you so were good. like uh, pretty pretty down with I the music will still listen while.
1: to Rivers in a dry land on fucking repeat non stop. It deals with some heavy shit too though too. Um so it's it's almost like a therapeutic game at times.
0: It's a it's a lot
1: of fun. I can't wait. It's it's uh it's worth full price again, probably. I I'm gonna double dip
2: into the um cool 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 yeah I'll, I'll have to check it out eventually Let me I, get I was gonna
1: the details for everything that's coming in
2: for you i was gonna get the uh the other persona 5 the first one because it was like 10 bucks during black friday but i was like well i knew this new one was coming out so i you know i i just wait i'm just gonna probably
0: gonna wait for this new one yes. <sighs> yeah made it get to the details of see and
2: then like pretty much all I know about Persona is that there's this guy called Joker because he's in Smash Bros.
0: Hey Joker! Uh, yeah. Uh there's not... th-
1: three new characters. Okay. They're adding a third semester, which is like a whole other school term. Which is like a semester is like a lot. Uh, that's actually telling me spoilers that I don't want to know. Ah la
0: la la la. la. <laughs>
3: La,
1: la, la. I, a lot of there's
0: a I lot of changes actually. Holy fuck. I can't even go go down. I can not even read the top. New palace. Right, uh
2: so new palace, new characters.
0: Just just a whole bunch of new changes. A lot so of new just stuff.
2: F- for those of us who are not familiar with like what a palace is, like is that like a?
0: It's like a dungeon.
2: Okay.
1: Um.
0: So right. palaces
1: are like dungeons, and they have like a certain time limit. Here's another thing with Persona, and and you it might bother you at first, but you kind of get used to it. Is that like there's almost a time limit that you have to do certain things by certain times, or else you'll lose the game. Mm-hmm. You get bad ending um uh i always knock out the palaces as soon as possible although sometimes you're kind of locked off to them until you get to certain parts in uh, the main game um uh but i never felt pre- when i played i never felt pressured by any time limits or anything like that but yeah palace is like a dungeon and you usually have a set amount of time you need to get it done when within
0: the month so uh gotcha. if, yeah I'm. Uh, somebody has already got up how long it takes to beat uh royale and it's uh, like
1: 110 hours if you do everything
3: jesus <laughs>
1: jesus which i played over 100 hours in the last one so
2: i mean shit the longest game that i've played like you know for more recently is probably the witcher 3 and then before that red red dead 2 like those are like the two more recent ones that i've played
3: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah. Fucking, I, I, I dropped 150 hours on on Witcher 2, man. Yeah,
1: you go. Oh, you can do that easily. <laughs> yeah, that's a
2: that. There's a hefty game, my friend. All that DLC. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah.
0: When you can get the Game of the Year edition when it's
1: on sale for like fifteen, ten bucks, some crazy shit like Witcher that. 3.
2: Yeah, man, it's like crazy fucking value for that game, man. It's, it's so good. But anyway, yeah, that's that's some Persona 5 Royale stuff. Uh, if you're looking
1: for some for uh, strategy combat and some badass story and awesome music, check it out.
0: Hell yeah. Uh, that is all I got for uh, for the gaming news, though. I'm going to double check. I see if anything
1: has dropped while we've been talking. Although, yeah, I doubt it's, it.
2: It's been kind of, uh, you know, with, with everything going on right now, it's kind of been... A, uh, qu- a little quiet on the news front, uh, so I was kind of surprised. I found, you know, a few things there for uh, for the video games, but uh, yeah, how, how
1: to crossbreed flowers in Animal Crossing. I'm just
2: gonna put that to the side there. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because somebody like put that on my Discord, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting.
1: There's a launch trailer for Jedi Academy. Do we? Do did, we didn't watch
2: it though? That's yeah, fine. I mean, we 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 know we, what the we've game seen is, that is. game. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we, Yeah. We, and if you and again if you guys are like int- int- interested in Jedi Academy I you know do it get it it's 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 worth it it's a 2003 game so you know you got to be a little you know
3: <laughs> uh
2: keep that in mind when you're playing it but it's it's fantastic it really is i love uh i love me some jedi
1: academy it's not necessarily news but have you watched any of the um, half-life alex vr stuff I, uh, the only thing it, that I've seen, is,
2: the only thing I've seen, is the stuff that we saw a few weeks back on the, on this show, on on Cantina. That's I
1: watched, uh, I watched Co-Carnage play it a little bit. It looks pretty cool.
2: Pretty cool. Yeah, um, I'll be honest, I didn't even know it was out already.
1: Yeah, it's out. It's out. Um, I cannot afford VR. Um, it's yeah, no just, VR is. For, no. for me, it just doesn't have the value <laughs> yet, <laughs> and particularly with the Half-Life Alex, because it seems like you want the Valve Index for that, and that thing's like a grand. And I'm not going to drop a grand that I don't ain't have. Nobody, ain't nobody <laughs>
2: got that VR money, bro. <laughs>
1: for for one game, I, I, that's insane yeah. to me. But it is pretty cool. I like where VR is kind of going, um, and I look I'll, forward I'll, to seeing it.
2: I'll be. More. Yeah, I'm I'll always say that about VR is like probably not there it's i mean it's not there yet but like i'm very curious to see what it'll look like like maybe 10 years from now you know yeah
1: i'm very curious to wh- wh- how playstation is going to handle it with the ps5 because they uh, they have like the most affordable option for the ps4 if you ever want to try out vr so i'm curious to what's um what they're gonna do with the ps5 and vr i thought that was worth a mention because that is indeed out i did watch somebody play it for sure another thing is predator hunting grounds having a trial weekend
2: oh yeah i forgot to bring that up yeah there was a like a beta weekend right now right yes i didn't even know they were having one until you get i think
1: you mentioned it yesterday or something and yeah
2: um, i i I, last night i was like oh shit they're doing this because i didn't know i had no fucking clue
1: i didn't even know they were gonna do like a beta i guess it makes sense though
2: yeah, I didn't know they were doing one either, but like, I kind of want, I kind of want to check it out. But at the same time, it's like Animal Crossing, and, and, and I know Wait, and so many other, other things. Stuff.
3: <laughs> you know, yeah. eleven
1: hours of Seven Days to Die.
2: Seven Days to Die. I almost, <laughs> said, die. Uh, I
1: almost said Left for Dead. <laughs> He's
2: losing his mind. So many <laughs> zombies.
1: Speaking of zombies, yes. World War Z free on Epic Game Store. Go get it. Um,
2: it is. You should all pick up World War Z. It's free on the Epic Game Store right now. It is a fun time. It is a. Kind of modern, uh, Left 4 Dead, which Daniel uh, and I are
1: massive friends, fans of. Left 4, Dead.
2: four four player co-op killing zombies together. Good stuff. Pick it up free uh, you know. Shout out to Epic uh, Games for giving it off for free right now. Yeah. Uh. it up while you can.
3: I don't
1: think I don't need to watch any more Resident Evil 3 trailers. I'm already kind of sold on it. So. On
2: what Resident Evil?
1: Yeah, they had a Jill Valentine trailer, but we, I don't mm. think
2: we need to watch it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
1: I'm already sold on it. If you're not, then I don't know what to tell you at this point. Out down in the wild.
2: Um, we can move on to TV news, because I, I don't have too much there, but I got a few things.
1: Yeah, just a side note. If you're wondering why <laughs> we occasionally switch into other voices, <laughs> like fucking around, <laughs> we've been doing it a lot lately. The quarantine's
2: driving us crazy, so... <laughs> i mean i do that always anyway so yeah, that too. that's kind of like my natural uh i'm doing it a
1: hell of a lot more than i was
2: that's that's just my natural this state is, is a- i have a, lo- a lot of voices in my head you know so if
1: you're listening to this podcast and like what the fuck are they doing that's that
2: that's what we're doing <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's my natural state i always have many many voices in my head
1: Yeah. uh anyway all right let's move on to uh, tv news then
2: TV news, we're going to start off with something that I'm very excited about.
1: Oh boy, coming out swinging. Is
2: that uh, the Mandalorian has cast Terminator and alien actor Michael Bean? Oh yeah. So, John, uh, you know, John Connor's daddy from Terminator and uh, uh, Corporal Hicks from Aliens is now going to be in the Mandalorian, which I'm very excited about. I'm fucking
1: hyped. I love him. I love him. Can I wait? My boy Higgs, fucking uh, Johnny Ringo.
2: Um. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Which, by the way, I was reading something else about this, and they say that his character is going to be a bounty hunter, and his costume is inspired by his character in Tombstone, Johnny Ringo. Oh, my
1: God, that's so good. I didn't know that. That's
2: and then the the other tidbit is that a lot of his lines are gonna be uh, riff, like riffing on some of his past roles, like Aliens, Terminator, Navy SEALs, and Tombstone. Oh my God, Navy (laughs) SEALs! So if you're an '80s action fan, you're gonna be stuff you recognize. Bro,
1: I haven't watched Navy SEALs in a while. We should watch that action movie night.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'd be down. but yeah, so I'm very excited about this. His character is supposed to be like a, a bounty hunter in, in Din Djarin's past. Uh, so that's very exciting. Uh, in addition to this, uh, Bill Burr is returning uh, uh, for the great. second
1: season. He was awesome in the.
2: Yeah, so May, May Mayfield is coming back for the second season of *The Uh, and also, uh, I don't know if we mentioned this, but Robert Rodriguez uh worked on in at least an episode of season two of the Mandalorian as well oh yeah uh but uh yeah they're 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 wrapped filming already they had they've been done filming so they're just you know working on posts and all that stuff and you know hopefully it doesn't get delayed uh but uh you know as far as filming goes they're they've been done with that, so you know hopefully it's they're just you keep keeping at it for right now uh but honestly like everything like I, I, the Mandalorian is already my favorite thing in the world if you know <laughs> me like you know I, I you, you know I Star Wars is my shit right so and
1: I have three children but this show yep. is more important to me
2: than <laughs> except than exactly except the for Mandal- <laughs> Mandalorian is my favorite thing in the world uh, but uh no yeah I I, I mean like e- 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 like even last year like if you ask me what are you more excited for? This, this, the Star Wars movie? The show or the game? It was it was Mandalorian by far. Yeah. And then it was the game secondary and then the movie third. Oh, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> the show and the game proved to be better yeah,
1: the
2: than show, the movie. The, the show and the game did prove to be far better than the movie. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, let's not shit on the movie. No, we're, on not,
1: we're not here for that.
2: I shit on the sequels enough. It's fine. Uh but yeah, Robert Rodriguez directing *Mandalorian*, Michael Bean cast, and then you know we mentioned it last week, but Rosario Dawson was cast in the *Mandalorian* as well, okay. which very exciting. Apparently, it's only going to be like an episode she's going to be in, which I feel like makes sense because yeah. if there's enough interest there, they could do a spinoff show for her, for her, you know. Mm-hmm. Which I would be down because Ahsoka is the best. But anyway uh, yeah, so that's some pretty cool Mandalorian news uh some baby yoda sized
0: tidbits there and information tidbitties uh sure uh <laughs> but yeah i'm I'm very
2: excited that Michael bean is gonna be joining he's 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 fucking great man, he's awesome uh moving on is that uh I don't watch this show anymore personally, but I know there's people out there that still do uh and i hear i heard it's gotten better but i just you know i just there's just too much out there for me to get back into this uh the walking dead season 10 finale has been delayed due to the you know the virus um it will not air on april
0: 12th uh so the current season uh will end with its 15th episode on
2: april 5th and the finale will appear as a special episode later in the year um But I also bring this up because another show that I watched and, you know, is I think is really good and I think more people should check out as well is uh, Killing Eve, Mm -hmm. uh, which that show bumped up its premiere by two weeks because The Walking Dead, uh, you know, delayed its finale. So one show gets delayed, another gets bumped up, which is surprising to me. Well, I I guess not really, but... It's just it's just it's interesting that in with all this stuff being pushed back, killing Eve is like, you know what, we're bumping up two weeks. Fuck you guys.
1: There's no competition attack. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Say it's no competition. We are going to move in force a kill. Uh anyway. So yeah, they're uh, they're moving in on that. But but yeah, I mean to keep it all to the Star Wars connection, uh Jody Comer, which is incredible. Incredible in the show. She was a uh, raised mom in the Rise of Skywalker. Right. But she showed him like very briefly. But yeah, she's she's really good in Killing Eve. You guys, I, I, I check out Killing Eve because she's she's fucking great.
0: Um, but yeah, to a really good show. Uh, but yeah, Walking
2: Dead delayed, Killing Eve bumped up, and that's it for TV. We're gonna move on to movies. Hold up, <laughs>
1: hold up. I got one for you. This one's for you. Okay cool cool netflix announces castlevania season four renewed
2: hey hell yeah dude wow. which by the way yeah. if you guys haven't caught up on castlevania check it out it's fucking rad man. that's me <laughs> it's so dude josh you gotta catch up man there's like
1: that many episodes dude. i'm two seasons behind <laughs>
2: You gotta watch it at work or something when you when the next time you go <laughs> work. What do you mean? I'm offering that all next I know. week. That's what that's why I said that's why I said next time you go, at least man, you, you gotta you, you got check it out whenever I, you get I'm
1: to gonna check. try to watch it before that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh,
1: Jesus, all right, moving on to movie. Got, uh, yeah. We're fucking loopy. Um, so
2: moving on to movie news Wonder Woman 1984 has released has been pushed <laughs> to August. Again, everything oh. is being pushed back due to the virus. So it was supposed to come out on June four, June fifth, but now it got pushed back to August fourteenth. Keep polishing uh, it,
1: man. Keep making it look even better.
2: Guess, guess what else uh, got pushed back, man? I can't believe this one, man. Which one? What? What? what is Scoob! I can't believe no! Scoob, the movie based off of Scooby Doo characters. How will we ever see
1: Shaggy's ultimate power now? Uh, <laughs> God, damn it, uh, Scoob!
3: Points. <laughs> Scooby Snack. Like, shit. We gotta get the fuck <laughs> out of here, Scoob. only used
1: 5% of my power. Uh, <laughs> I went to Little Warner there at the end for some reason. Um, I've only used 5%
2: <laughs> of my <mine> power. <laughs> Jesus, uh, fuck me. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> no, uh, this is, what, we've I lost apologize. control. we lost control. This is how this show goes. If you're watching for the first time, welcome. We, we, we get a little... <laughs> We get a little sidetracked and uh and whatnot sometimes, but at the end of the day, we get shit done, all right. So don't worry about it. We'll we'll, we'll get there.
1: What the fuck is my hair doing right now?
2: It's 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 uh you know relax. Jesus. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a few movies that have been pushed back. Uh, *Malignant*, which was a like thriller from James Wan, hmm. also it was scheduled to open August 14th, uh, but it was bumped for *Wonder Woman*. Uh, so yeah. Just, just stuff getting bumped and moved and all that stuff. Now, here's really the last thing that I have. Oh lordy. But it's it's gonna be separated into two parts. Okay. So this is for mainly for for all of us who are stuck in quarantine right now and are wondering to ourselves what is arriving and what is leaving Netflix in the month of April. Oh, boy. Well, oh my God. D- well, think no further, because I've got you covered, everybody. Oh, damn. I have a list here of things that are arriving new <laughs> to Netflix in April 2020. My boy and, this then research. After, and then after we get to this, we're going to do the what's leaving in April. So if you haven't seen it yet, you better watch it soon. But anyway, we're, first we're going to talk about stuff that's going to be arriving next month. All right, ready? April 1st. We are getting forty days and forty nights. Bloodsport, Cadillac Records. Can't hardly wait. Cheech and Chong's up in smoke. Oh Lord. Community seasons one through six. Uh, David Batra, uh, Elphantin, uh, one roommate. I uh, hopefully I said that right. I know I said it wrong. The death of Stalin. Deep Impact. The girl with all the gifts. God's not dead. The Hangover, which Josh mentioned earlier. Uh, how to fix a drug scandal. The the uh the Liza Shelsinger Sch- 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 sh- sketch show. Just Friends. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Ooh. Kim's Convenience Season 4. Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon 2. Lethal Weapon 3. Lethal Weapon 4. The Matrix. The Matrix Reloaded. The Matrix Revolutions. Minority Report. Molly's Game. Mortal Kombat. Mud. Nailed It Season 4. The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Pokemon the Series. Sun and Moon. Season 3. Sun and Moon Ultra Legends. What kind of a stupid-ass title is that? promised land road to perdition the roommate oh my god road to perdition the runaways salt school days sherlock holmes the social network soul plane sundered till i die season two sunrise in heaven taxi driver and wildling and let me tell you this is all on april 1st we still have more coming up here
1: road to perdition is such a fucking great movie
2: On April 2nd, we're getting one of the most legendary and greatest Western movies of all time. The Good, Bad, and the Ugly.
1: I got it on Blu-ray.
0: Over there.
2: Violet Evergarden, Eternity and the Auto Memory Doll. It's also on April 2nd. April 3rd, Coffee and Kareem, La Casa de Papel, Part 4, Money Heist, The Phenomenon, Spirit Writing Free, Writing Academy, Starbeam. April 4th, Angel Has Fallen. April 5th, the killing of a sacred deer, sorry baba. Uh, <laughs> April 6th, the big show show, keeping it on wrestling. Ooh, uh, it is a big show. Oh. April 7th, Terence, Terrace House Tokyo 2019 to 2020 part 3. I don't know what that is. Uh season or, or April 9th, High Score Girl season 2. Uh April 10th, Bruise Brothers, LA Originals, La Vie Scoliar, uh Love Wedding Repeat, the main event, Tiger Tail, April 11th. Uh, code eight, April 14th, Chris D'Elia, no pain, April 15th, The Innocence f- uh, Files and in Outer Banks, uh, April 16th, Despicable Me, uh, Fairy Hexagon, season two, uh, Fada season three, uh, Hail Caesar, uh, Mauricio Morales, uh, Levando a Caos, I guess that's uh, Portuguese, uh, Gem and the Holograms, uh, April 17th. Uh, hashtag blackaf. Uh, Bertrandish. I hopefully I said that right. Uh, Earth and Bound. Uh, The Last Kids on Earth, Book Two. Legado en los huesos. Uh, Sergio. And then Too Hot to Handle. April 18th, The Green Hornet with your boy Seth Rogen. Uh,
1: Not not a very good movie, in my opinion.
2: It's not. It's not. Uh, April 20th, Cooked with Cannabis, The Midnight Gospel, and The Vatican Tapes. Uh, April 21st, Bleach the Assault, Bleach the Bount, and uh, Middle Ditch and Schwartz. April 22nd, Absurd Planet, Circus of Books, El Silencio del del Pantano, The Plagues of Breslau, The Willoughbys, and Wind the Wilderness. April 23rd, The House of Flowers, Season 3. April 24th, Afterlife Season 2, Extraction, Hello Ninja Season 2, and Yours Sincerely, Kanan Gill. Uh, April 25th, The Artist, and also probably my favorite uh, Quentin Tarantino movie, Django Unchained. Uh, I haven't seen it. April... Oh, so... oh, dude, you haven't seen it? Hmm. Oh my god, we gotta watch it on April 25th then.
1: Well, fuck yeah, we'll do it. Watch.
2: Django! April 26th, The Last Kingdom Season 4, uh, April 27th, Battle LA. That's a turd of a movie. Uh, and, and also, ne-
3: I'm sorry, and this is uh, the way you said that was so good. Well, I,
2: I'm reading things off of a list. That's a turd of a movie. That's a that, turd of a movie. Have you ever seen Battle LA? That shit sucks. It's, it's, it's booty flakes. That, shit's, that shit is booty flakes, man. That shit is trash, bro. Oh, God,
1: I'm going to die.
2: Uh, Never Have I Ever.
3: Oh, no,
2: Jesus. Uh, also on April 27th. April 29th, A Secret Love, Extracurricular, Murder to Mercy, A Syntonia Brown Story, Uh, Nadia's Time to Eat, Summertime. And then finally, coming to Netflix on April 30th, Dangerous Lies, Drifting Dragons, The Forest of Love, Deep Cut, Rich in Love, and The Victims Game. So that's everything coming to Netflix in the month of April. So if there's things in that that you want to watch, you know, you can, you can wait because they're coming to Netflix. Drifting,
1: Drifting Dragons is an anime.
2: I'm like, that sounds cool. What is that anime? All right. So now I'm going to give you guys the list of things that will be leaving Netflix. So if there's something that you want to watch that's on Netflix, you better watch it before next month because it's going to be leaving. Are you ready? You ready? We're about to get into it. So leaving Netflix on April 4th is American Odyssey. Leaving on April 8th, movie 43, which I hear is also another turret of a movie. (laughs) Uh, Leaving April 15th, 21 and over. Leaving April 16th, Lost Girl seasons 1 to 5. Leaving April 17th, The Big Fat Liar. Uh, Leaving April 19th, The Longest Yard. Leaving April 24th, The Ugly Truth. Leaving on April 29th, National Treasure. And leaving on April 30th, we have the the, the largest list here. So if you want to see any of these, you better watch them before April 30th, because they are leaving on April 30th. And there's actually some really good movies in here. So, are you ready? We're gonna get into it. So leaving on April 30th, a Cinderella story, a Little Princess, a Nightmare on Elm Street, Blade Runner: The Final Cut, The Craft, Crash. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, The Dirty Dozen, Dirty Harry, Driving Miss Daisy, Friday the 13th, Good Burger, Goodfellas, The Hangover.
1: No, you can't have Goodfellas. You can't have it. No.
2: It's leaving on the 30th. No,
1: it's so good. You can't take it. Harold that. and Kumar
2: go to White Castle. Uh, Lemony Snicket, A Series of Unfortunate Events. Uh, Police Academy, Police Academy 2, their first assignment, Police Academy 3, back in training, Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol, Police Academy 5, assignment to Miami Beach. Police Price. Academy 6, City Under Siege, Police Academy 7, Mission to Moscow, Rosemary's Baby. Rounders. <laughs> scream 2, Scream 3, the Shawshank Redemption, Space Jam, Spy Kids, Step Brothers, Strictly Ballroom, The Talented Mr. Ripley, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and last but not least, True Grit. So that's all that's leaving Netflix in the month of April.
1: That's you, were. Police Academy 8 Rosemary, baby.
2: <laughs> oh, no, no, no. There's, there's I mean, there's seven of those fucking movies, but
1: god, oh my god, how are there so many of those movies?
2: Well, it's okay, they're all leaving on April 30th.
1: Goodbye, don't come back. But
2: anyway, if there's any of those movies you guys want to watch, any shows or movies you guys want to watch, check them out before the 30th of next month. Uh, but yeah, that's all that's arriving and leaving in uh. In, on Netflix uh, next month. And with that, that is pretty much all I got, man. I mean, like I said, there's not a whole lot going on right now. So you kind of have to like scrounge for certain things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, What about Hulu, Amazon Prime and Apple TV? Well, see what happened was I didn't have that ready, but I could, uh, I could get that for next month. If that's something people are interested in. That's for sure.
1: You all seen the trailer for new Apple TV shows?
2: Huh?
1: Nope. Any what's I have not. anything anything particularly good, Debarba? Why you? I I honestly don't even
2: know what I just don't even know what Apple TV has. I don't like, either. Do they have do they have anything like good on there?
1: I've never. Uh, I've... <laughs> do they have anything good on there? I've never. No, I mean,
2: I, I don't I say that like, oh fuck <laughs> Apple. TV. I know. I just don't know what just don't they have. I, I really don't.
1: It could be anything, and I'd laugh at it at the at the moment.
2: I really don't know what Apple TV's doing. Like, I've heard of some things here and there, but like, I don't know if they're going to fuck it. We got right the now. Google
1: right here. I'm going to look. What's this
2: Chris Evans deal? They have a show with Chris Evans? What is it about? Speaking of Chris Evans, a few weeks ago I saw Snowpiercer.
1: Defending Jacob.
2: If you haven't seen Snowpiercer, check it out. It's pretty good.
1: Defending Jacob tells the story of a family dealing with the accusation that their 14 year old son may be a murderer. Oh. Oh, my
0: goodness. Captain Starts America. April 24th. Does this have a trailer? Fucking Captain America about to solve a murder or what? It does have a trailer. Let's find this trailer. All right. What's it that? It's
2: by the same guy that did Parasite, right? Yeah, I believe so. His Boon Zhong Ho, right? Is that his name? Which, by the way, again, if you haven't seen Parasite, check it out, because I saw it last night, and it was, uh, it was pretty good. Again, I don't think it's as great as people mention it to be, but uh, I think it's still pretty good. Like I, I can understand why it won like awards and all that shit. Yeah, you know.
1: it is uh, the trailer.
0: It is. Oh my uh, god! It's the trailer. It is uh, the muted because of uh, copyright. But <laughs> which, which, which is, one day we're gonna do a show based on just the copyright and just fucking rip into everything. Oh god. His boy, uh, his boy Chris Evans, rocking the beard again.
2: Yep. I'd probably
0: well, I probably mean, check this he out. He
2: does. He doesn't have to stay
0: clean shaven for uh for you for Captain America anymore. Speaking of clean shaven, though. No. <laughs> Your hey boy, Trim that son bitch off. <laughs> yeah. No. I. 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 I have to.
2: If I if I shave, it'll I'll just go back like within a couple days. So you know, that's kind of the annoying thing about like you know being mm-hmm. very uh, very blessed with the uh, with the natural facial hair is that uh, you just you know you gotta you gotta constantly keep it you know keep it in shape and and maintain it because otherwise,
0: whoo, it get out of hand. I check this show out. It looks pretty neat. I like a good mystery. I'd be down. Yeah. Oh my Got a tie iron. I mean,
2: I'll, I mean, listen, I, I, I'll, I'll give it a shot. That's for sure.
3: Yeah,
0: Chris Evans in it. How bad can it be? I'm, I'm, I'm willing
2: <laughs> to give. I'm willing to give things a shot at. Which, to be fair, there are certain things that I just look at it and I'm like. Yeah, like booty flakes.
3: That looks like, watch it.
2: that looks like major ass cheeks. Like I don't want to check that out. <laughs> but like, no, nah, I mean, there's for like, the, like I said, for the most part, there are things that I will at least be willing to give it a shot. Got
1: J.K. Simmons in it too. What the
2: fuck? J.K. Simmons. Yeah, Captain America, and fucking J. Jonah Jameson in this bitch. Apparently. Speaking of uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, shit, you just said his name and I blacked out jk simmons? simmons yeah have Have you seen whiplash i have not seen whiplash oh dude you gotta check out whiplash that's like one of the other it's like one of his other movies that's like, like so. I'm
1: not, cool. I'm not opposed to seeing it i just i don't know why i haven't seen it i just i don't know I just never i never had the opportunity
2: yeah Whiplash is great man <laughs> yeah no, i get you i i saw it uh on like tv like uh a few years ago it was, it was good man it's really good it's intense, man. <laughs> um,
1: since we're still just kinda of talking, have you seen are you watching Westworld?
2: I saw the first episode, but I need to catch up. Okay. How
1: about you, Bob? Are yeah. you watching Westworld?
2: I uh I I I'm falling behind on T V because uh Animal Crossing is taking over. <laughs> it's taking over. I watched
1: I, have not s- I watched the last episode and I don't think oh, it was as th- good as a- the first episode, but the-
2: there's a new episode tomorrow too, huh? Shit. You
1: yeah, better, you better watch it when you get the chance.
2: Yeah, I gotta watch the second one. I'll probably watch the second one and the third
0: one like back to back, probably. Uh, All right. I guess we can move into the main topic then. <sighs> yep, we're gonna.
2: We'll, let's go ahead and get into it, man. Yeah. Let me, let me swap. Dun, 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 dun,
1: dun, dun.
2: You gotta play it. You gotta play it.
3: I don't even know what you're doing right now, Daniel.
2: What? I don't. Dude, I think you you were playing it like at the beginning of stream. I oh, think. oh,
1: which one? I played so many.
2: <laughs> dun 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 dun. Man, forget it. Look, man, I just, <laughs> it's, been <a> rough, <laughs> it's been a rough. It's it's, uh, it's the fucking uh, the Stone Cold music. The Stone Cold? <laughs> no,
1: you gotta do the. You gotta make the glass break. <laughs>
3: if the glass doesn't break i don't know what the fuck you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) the
1: fucking glass breaking (laughs) it's gotta look man you need it here i'll fuck holy shit i
2: don't know what that's so much i don't know that's so much funnier than the than it's, it's so i'm laughing so much more than i should be i'm sorry everybody not really no you're not fuck it here it is Oh god! Just play a little bit of it. We don't. have to, don't have to do a whole lot.
1: That, that's what I need. I need the glass breaking. That's all I need. That's it right there.
2: Oh god damn it, dude! That uh, shit.
1: If you can't tell, it's been yeah, a, It's been a crazy day.
2: Uh, I, I'm sorry. Next time, I'll be sure to make the, the you glass. You gotta make the glass sound. break. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Holy
2: shit! Why am I laughing so much? Oh, I'm sorry guys, we fucking... Uh... It's like the oh, why I don't,
1: don't you put her in charge, man. You gotta fucking break the goddamn blast. Oh, balance. god
2: damn, bro. Well,
1: the one reason is uh, the theme I played from 2000 has the fucking lyrics in it, which is why I'm kind of... I don't remember it having lyrics in it in the 90s, but apparently it did.
2: So... If you want to hear the glass breaking next time, give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah! what um, hell yeah what all right daniel what I'm sorry, right, let's, let's, let's move into this next topic here uh, uh i'm gonna
1: start this off with a question i know you're not a massive fan really i don't think you've ever you've never really been huge in it have you were you ever in it? yeah
2: i no i've like dabbled in it a little bit Dabbled. so i believe like my first real like Wrestling uh let's talk about our origins with wrestling. That's why not. It. Let's get into it. So for me, I think it was one of the like uh Nintendo uh sixty four game it's, wrestling games. It always
1: goes back to the video games.
2: It does. Uh I I had cousins who had go over their house and they had a sixty four. We'd play we'd play uh the South Park game where you can throw like yellow snow cones at each other <laughs> or, or 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 yellow snowballs at each other and like you know golden eye it was a lot something i played a lot yoshi's you know whatever game and then and then one of them was the wwe or the i guess it was wwf back then right yep the day the wwf uh you know wrestling or yeah one of the wrestling games so because of that I, i i think i think i got into it and i and my guy like back then was the rock Mm-hmm. It, it was it was the rock like i'd always choose him when i'd play the then when i'd play Can the game you you what know? smell... oh. yeah. the rock is cooking okay. i played
1: yeah. his theme earlier too uh... yeah
2: I, I heard it as well but yeah like that i think that's kind of what got me into it and i think that's why like when i think of wrestling it is probably this era like the, the 90s era mm-hmm. it's probably because of that like like all of my like main memories obviously like in like like uh, you know, the two thousands it was like John Cena and all that, you know, all that shit too. But the like,
1: ruthless aggression era is what that era yeah. is called.
2: But uh, yeah, for me it was definitely this—the this, the nineties that that I'm like more like I'm not like I'm I'm not gonna sit here and lie that I'm like super knowledgeable on this. I know a few things. Like probably my favorite wrestler is is just Ric Flair, <laughs> just because of like how eccentric and how like crazy and how like it's just just. Like Ric Flair is my guy. Like he's 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 the best. Like I, I, I got nothing but uh, I got nothing but love for him. And, and and even even more for the fact that he called Larry Bird and the Celtics a bunch of turkeys. Uh, <laughs> like Larry Bird and the Boston Celtics. They bought a bunch of turkey or whatever the hell he said that one time. <laughs> uh, he's he, he just got a lot of like great, anyway. Like, uh, anyway, so we,
1: we can do a whole podcast on Ric Flair. Daniel and I yeah, have talked I, about I, this because them dude I, is a legend. I love
2: Ric Flair, man. He's he's all time for me, like the best. Like, not even like just, just his mic skills are like. Oh my God, they're they're incredible, man. We watched
1: anyway, so. uh, we, Daniel and I watched the Thirty for Thirty with the. We did. Is, you should go check that out if you've never seen it. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's so.
2: A yeah. So again, I'm like, I'm not like the most knowledgeable on wrestling. I I know some things here and there, but like, for the majority, I feel like Josh is gonna take the driver's seat on this one. I will, I will see. I'll take the uh I'll take the co-pilot on this one, but uh, no, nah, man, like, yeah. So I think it all started for me. Because of that... I, I'm trying to remember what game it was. It was one of them, like, Nintendo 64 wrestling games. I don't know. I'll, I'll try to think of it uh, or, or look it up here real quick. Uh, but, yeah, it was definitely that. Uh, and I would... Like I said, I would always choose... I think maybe it was, like, WWF Warzone, maybe? Maybe. Maybe it was WWF Warzone.
0: I remember... um The one... The game...
1: Since we're just talking about the games at the moment.
2: The game yeah. that I played
1: the most of was WCW versus NWO World Tour, which was on oh. Nintendo 64. I know a lot of people also played No Mercy and WCW NWO Revenge, which I played. I don't think I actually had that one. I think I went over to my uh, cousin's house and we played it.
3: I was like, I love this.
1: Oh. I, love this. I love
3: this video game.
0: Um, Gosh. but um...
2: Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I think it was Warzone. That I like got me into wrestling, in. because that's the one that I played. So yeah, me and my cousins would play uh, Warzone a lot, and I would every I would always choose The Rock. I don't know why, but he's just the guy that always like I was just like I'm, I'm choosing The Rock. My cousin would always choose Stone Cold, of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, so it it, it we'd <laughs> always we'd, Yeah, we'd <laughs> always do Stone Cold versus The Rock. You know, and it, it, the classic one
1: of the the classic
0: rivalry of the '90s though, Stone Cold versus The Rock. That shit was crazy.
2: Hell oh, yeah, man.
0: Uh, so so uh, let's see, my first yeah, so th- memories. Your,
2: uh, your wrestling um, earliest memories. Yeah, go- uh,
1: when I was a kid, I had like... So, so this was very early 90s, right? So Hulk Hogan. Everybody in the 90s, 80s and 90s was a Hogan fan. I mean, fucking anybody you knew was a Hogan fan, just about. Um, And I had a lot of Hogan stuff. But but that was when I was younger and didn't really watch it. I didn't get super into wrestling until I got a little bit older. And
0: I think I was channel surfing. And I don't... I don't remember exactly who it was on screen.
1: It may have been Triple H or something. And I got stuck on watching it. And I, I watched it... A lot <laughs> after that um it's hard for me to remember that long ago um but yeah uh uh your your guy was was the rock i love the rock and i love stone cold but my guy was fucking kane
2: oh i okay, was yeah.
1: always a kane fan
2: i was waiting for you to see something like bret hart or something i was like i was looking <laughs> for something like out of out of you know left field but okay no kane. because yeah, yeah, because
1: yeah. by the time i got into it i think Brett had already left I think I had missed most of Brett's WWF, now E, stuff, and he'd gone to WCW, and he didn't do much in WCW, if I'm remembering right, which, guys, my memory could be faulty as fuck. I'm going mostly on memory. Um. Uh, But yeah, although Brett is the excellence of execution, I'll go back and watch his stuff now, and, like, dude, the dude could wrestle, that's for damn
3: sure. Um,
1: but yeah, I always loved Kane. I always wanted Kane to beat the cool, stre- I always wanted Kane to beat the streak, Undertaker's undefeated streak at WrestleMania, and it never happened. <laughs> uh, and then and then they had the Brothers of Destruction with Kane and Undertaker because I always loved Undertaker too. I mean, I loved all the main guys like you had Stone Cold, loved Stone Cold. Had the Rock, loved the Rock because he's the fucking Rock. Yeah. Um, I think the only person I didn't really fully understand how great they were was Mick Foley and all the different. Personas Uh. that he was of mankind, dude, loving, and just Cactus Jack.
2: Was was Rowdy Roddy Piper an '80s guy?
1: I think he was both. I think he was active in the '90s, but I don't remember him that much. Mm. In the '90s, but you gotta remember
3: RIP
2: Roddy Piper.
1: Yeah, boy, Hot Rod. Um, Um, yeah, he was active in the '90s. He was in WCW and uh, the like chunk of the WWE during the '90s. Um,
2: gotcha gotcha
1: which the the attitude era what what year do they define that as Uh, the attitude era is more like for
0: is it late 90s i think Uh, oh i'm not sure uh survivor series 1997 is what they say
1: is see is the beginning of
2: of the attitude era. Of
1: attitude era. So yeah, it was okay, that okay. attitude era was very late nineties. Um, because Not they're so at war much. with WCW, right? So, um, yeah. so it, uh, before before WWE, wrestling was divided up into territories, right? All these different places they had uh, different territories all over the country, right? With different brands and different stars, and they would travel. And then Vince McMahon came along and was like, and I'm I'm I'm. Sh- shorthanding this so don't don't take everything as like what he just came along and did it there's a lot more to it behind that um
3: yeah.
1: uh but he went around and basically bought everybody out he bought that territory he bought this territory he bought that territory and he all like brought it all together into one big almost monopoly of wrestling which was the wwe and in the 90s uh ted turner was like he ain't entitled to that i have billions of dollars too I'm going to start my own company wrestling company called WCW and who's he hire he hires Eric Bischoff who um I don't definitely don't agree with on everything but uh, he's a he's an interesting dude to say the least. And then you had the birth of the Monday Night Wars, that very shorthand oh, birth. Oh man. Uh, because I think a lot of stuff was taped before that and the, the, the like wrestling shows weren't live and then WCW Monday Nitro went, was live was live on Mondays and then I think Raw went head to head with them on Monday nights and then thus you had born probably one of the greatest if not the greatest eras eras of wrestling which was the late 90s
2: the late 90s was a great time for wrestling
1: mm-hmm. and you know what what else is crazy is like in in that time you have the Undertaker You have Triple H You have Kane You have The Rock You have Stone Cold You have fucking Mick Foley It is absolutely insane The stars that were in It's just the WWE Right WCW had stars too but, but when you look at it It's like I've always felt like WWE Personally had the better stars uh, But But WCW had people like Fucking Goldberg and diamond dallas page and you know they had hulk of course they had kevin nash they had scott hall uh-huh. um and i think in the 90s i watched mostly wcw now i know you didn't watch a whole lot
2: what about uh my boy eddie guerrero man
1: eddie guerrero eddie guerrero was wcw exactly they, they, the entire cruiserweight division was born in wcw i believe that was one of eric bischoff's ideas if i'm remembering correctly as i adjust my glasses like i'm smart and not talking out of my ass um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um <laughs> uh the entire like cruiserweights which were people like dean malenko um psychosis uh chris jericho at the time uh yeah. eddie guerrero uh did i say dean malenko dean malenko uh those those guys came from the birth of the the cruiserweight division, which I think Eric got from the uh, the New Japan wrestling at the time. Um, so I think that's what gave rise to 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 eventual megastar Eddie Guerrero, who is oh my god I can't I can't talk about Eddie without being like God I fucking miss Eddie Guerrero I fucking miss Eddie Guerrero man I wish he was still around.
2: R.I.P. ready, Eddie uh, Guerrero.
1: Love you, Eddie. Uh, but you I also had people like Booker T. Booker T was WCW. I, I, yeah,
2: I was gonna I was gonna bring up Booker T, but I kinda remember him more like in the early thousands. But I guess yeah he was guess he was around then, yeah too, right?
1: Yeah, he was there. Um they were the tag team, Harlem Heat, him and his brother, whose name is Escaping Me, right? Now I'm so sorry.
0: Uh Stevie, Stevie Ray, that's right, Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray. Uh as Harlem Heat in uh Booker T was a world champion in WCW, I believe. I'm I'm looking
1: at his wiki. I'm trying to find it because I don't want to be like, yeah, he was world heavyweight champion in two thousand.
0: Nice. Um The world heavyweight champion of the world. Um So I know you're not huge into it, but did you
1: how much did you watch during the nineties? Did you have a show? Have that you watched at all ever?
2: Uh, I don't think so, to be honest. Not really. I I would watch stuff here and there, but like I no, not just like I said. Like wrestling wasn't one of those things that like really like I that I like ever really like. It was more of a thing that I would do with, like, with, uh, or that I would watch or play or whatever, like mm-hmm. games with or whatever, like with yeah. like with, like, with, like my cousins and stuff, you know. Yeah, I'm just curious. So, so they were more into it than I was. Yeah.
0: Uh. So yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! I just saw a name I wanted to bring up, and then I lost it. Um. <laughs> what name? <sighs> was it? Oh yeah! <laughs> no, it's not. It's not Randy Savage. Although Randy
1: Savage was there and is awesome. Um. <laughs> oh yeah. Snap into a slim
2: jim. Um. R.I.P. Randy Savage. Yeah. Goddamn! Um, all these, all these wrestlers are dead, man. That's, 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 we that's could. A- uh, oh, yeah. So, just a, a, si- shame.
1: a sidebar here. Even though we're talking, we're talking about wrestling, so it matters. Uh, yeah. you should go check out um the show Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, because wrestling. And this is just a wrestling in general. In the 80s and 90s and 2000s, there's so much dark shit that happens. Yeah. It it's, makes for some very interesting uh, documentaries, if you're interested in those. Um, but it also makes some very interesting um, comeback stories, like like Jake the Snake Roberts and, and, and his little his comeback from horrible drug addiction thanks to people like DDP who is a saint of really, uh, look into DDP if you've never heard of Diamond Dallas Page and his yoga program and all his, all his, all the, how, how fucking hard he works to make, uh, make it possible to have, saving people like Scott Hall, who had horrible alcohol issues and drug issues and, 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 you know, people like Jake Snake who had horrible drug issues, um. but go check out Dark side of the ring uh it's a show on viceland probably the only good show on viceland but, um, uh, uh but check it out if that's something you're interested in this is the darker side of wrestling we're not gonna get into the darker side here. I don't want to bring us down. There's a lot of shit going on in the world, and what we want right now is some fucking happiness
2: um it's it's uh interesting that you, or it's good that you bring that up because i was gonna I was gonna mention a little bit later that yeah you' are watching that.
1: Yes, it's uh God the season two, season two the first two episodes they're hard watch, they're hard watch. I mean it's hard to watch it, but check it out if you can if you can manage it. Uh, so back to the the '90s, mm-hmm. so back in the '90s they had stables. For those of you that don't know what a stable is, that's usually like a group of wrestlers that form together and make a faction. That's called a stable. Uh, you had stables in WWE or F at the time, and WCW. The biggest ones in WWF were were DX, Um, the Nation of Domination, which had uh, Daniel's boy The Rock in it. Can you smell?
0: Uh, The
1: Rock is cooking. What's funny is if you watch back, The Rock Rock, um, wasn't the leader of that faction. It was Farouk. And then The Rock ends up taking it over. (laughs) It's really interesting (laughs) because he becomes the bigger star. It's so interesting to watch The Rock's early career. If you've never seen it, how he he came in as like a blue chipper, super baby face. We're gonna make him make him fucking superhero. Great guy wins the Survivor Series in his debut. I think was it Survivor <laughs> Series? I think it was Survivor Series. is that what that one's called? I could, There's so many pay per views. I get them fucked up, mixed up. Um, but anyway, uh, and and he was like, this isn't working. They booed the shit out of him. <laughs> they hated him as a good guy. Boo! I absolutely hated him. Oh, they made him a bad guy, and boy, he talks trash. He shits all over the fans, and they fucking love it. They love it. And thus The Rock was born.
2: So this brings me to a, 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 an interesting question here that I'd like to ask
3: you. Oh, yeah, go for
2: it. Who is your favorite face-turned-heel
3: in Ooh. wrestling? Oof, Oof.
2: So you have a face. They turn him into a heel. Who is your favorite that, uh, wrestler that has ever done that they've ever done that with, rather.
0: To be honest with you... I don't know if his Attitude there though. It's close,
1: it's close in there. No, this is when Rock went Hollywood. When Rock came back and shit all over everybody, acting like a Hollywood big shot, and he would go around and sing songs about the shitty towns, that fucking shit was hilarious, and I thought he oh, was the best. Oh, I remember best.
2: that, too! Yes! <laughs> He'd go to, like, every city and, like, shit on oh, him. He dude. would oh, shit God. on him, playing guitar. Like... <laughs> How much he... you...
1: uh, God. I wish I could remember it off the top of my head.
2: No, as soon as you like uh, brought that up, the light bulb went up in my head. I was like, oh, yeah. That, that was fucking funny. <laughs> then when he used to do that. Like, I remember there was one that I like when he'd go to Sacramento. Yes, that's the one. In, in that's California. the one I'm
1: specifically talking about.
2: Oh, my God, dude. That shit is the funniest. You guys need to look it up if you haven't seen it. Yeah, if,
1: you, if you've not seen The Rock in Sacramento where he's singing. <laughs> oh man! And then they got some ugly ass women. That's so great. It's so good. And as a
2: yeah, and, and as as a Laker fan, oh, when he shits on the Kings, oh, it's, oh, so, it's good. so
3: good.
1: <laughs> the rock'll be back when the Lakers beat the Kings in May or some shit like that. It's so yeah, good. yeah. It's, it's so good. <laughs> and they I love it. boo the absolute living. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> I him. love when
2: he shits on the cities he's in, dude. It's so good. Oh
1: my goodness. Um
2: That's that's a good one, yeah. I'm uh, glad you brought that up because that's fucking hilarious.
1: Another good one is when Shawn Michael k- super kicks Marty Gennetti through the fucking window. That one's pretty good. Shawn Michaels is probably such a good fucking heel. God damn, he's good as a bad guy. Um
2: oh, man
1: Everybody always loves the heels. <laughs> I think everybody likes playing the heels, too.
2: Yeah, um, heels, are, heels are great, man. Um,
1: which, for those of you that don't know, heels are bad guys. Um, in wrestling, there's, there's three things. There's babyface or face. Uh, there's heels. And then there's what they call tweeners, which are people that are in between. Stone Cold was kind of like a tweener for a long time. He wasn't really babyface because he would still, like, do... Like, baby faces never cheat, or anything like that. Eddie is a perfect example of a, of a tweener, because he cheats to win, right? And a lot of, even though he's the good guy, he's fucking throwing chairs at people and falling down and making it look like he got hit with it, right? He lies, he cheats, he steals. That's his fucking theme song. So, uh, right. I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, he's a babyface, uh, because you love him, um, but, but, yeah, um... He
2: does what needs to be done.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, um... Uh, the greatest heel, uh, probably in all of wrestling, if you ever want to th- know the answer to that, is definitely the Vince McMahon himself. <laughs> Yo, uh,
2: during Who the nineties, yeah. tell me how to
3: wrestle.
1: <laughs> oh my god! The but the biggest the, one of the biggest rivalry, probably the biggest rivalry of the nineties, was Stone Cold versus his boss, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Now this I remember it so well. There was so- the fucking beer truck, the fucking riding in on a goddamn Zamboni. to the fucking ring and beating the shit out of Vince and getting arrested. Hitting Vince with the fucking toilet bowl thing. And when he's in the hospital, it just clangs him on the head with it. It's so good. Steve Austin was doing everything people wanted to do in the 90s, which was beat the fucking shit out of your shit head boss. <laughs> and you can't fire him because he's making you all this money oh my god oh my god i love it i love it which brings me to the next faction which was the corporation which had like vince mcmahon in it uh, shane mcmahon in it, the rock was in it triple h was in it they had big boss man and kin shamrock and china and all it. like all these people were in it oh my god my face hurts
0: <laughs>
2: oh I'm just cracking up and like remembering some of this stuff, dude. Like it's so funny, man.
1: Oh my god.
2: That's that's one of the huge is why I like I love wrestling is like on the, the on the mic skills that some of these guys have, dude. It's, it's <laughs> so good. They're so quick. <laughs> they crack me the fuck up with some of the shit that they say, man. Oh, I love it, dude. Oh um, I fucking love it.
1: I left somebody out that shouldn't be left out, um, which is Kurt Angle. Your oh, boy yeah. your boy Kurt, man. Angle, fucking you know. he's, gold he's, he's a legit legit athlete uh probably one of the greatest heels of all time because because he comes in he's like they're not gonna boo me i have an olympic gold medal they love me this country loves me and goes out and gets booed all oh, too fucking shit oh he's so good i can't believe i didn't name him off kurt i'm sorry if you ever watch this which you're probably not going to because i don't matter to you but in the event that it
0: somehow finds its way to you i'm sorry you were the greatest probably one of the greatest of all time absolutely amazing um insane insane how good he was too when you consider
1: um he had never like I mean, like, he'd wrestled, obviously, but not, like,
0: WWE. Not this kind of wrestling. He would do the amateur wrestling. Um. Whew. Um. Then you had the Ministry of Darkness.
1: For those of you that don't know the Ministry of Darkness, this is the Undertaker's faction. When he came back as, like, the satanic
0: fucking... Let's talk about the Undertaker for a minute. So. Oh, yeah, go for it. The Undetector debuted. When did he debut? Uh, he debuted? Uh, nope, 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 nope. Uh, where's it at? He debuted November 22nd.
1: A 1990 at Survivor Series as,
3: mm.
1: as like this Western mortician, like Undertaker, like dressed in trench coat. He had like a black Stetson hat on and like these gloves and, and boots and they were like gray, gray color. And the reason that I mentioned what
0: he's wearing and how he looks is because the Undertaker's the guy, one of the guys that's reinvented himself for wrestling. Sorry, my mouth's getting dry um that's why you gotta you gotta have your uh i've been i've been been drinking i've been drinking um
1: this reinvented himself like countless countless times in wrestling so he was like this western undertaker guy for a while um
0: i don't remember who he changes into next i think he i think he gets to like the more modern Undertaker, yeah, and he had Paul Bearer,
1: which was like his manager, who deserves a, a lot of uh, shout shout outs, yeah,
2: a lot of credit. Yeah. yeah,
1: um, and then he ends up becoming like this Lord of Darkness, almost satanic Undertaker um uh, character, and he starts the the Ministry of Darkness, which has its own storylines with like rituals and sacrifices, a lot of weird, just weird shit weird shit this happened in like 98 99 uh which had like Bradshaw and Farouk in it who I don't know if if you know who they are everybody kind of knows who Bradshaw is nowadays because he ends up becoming one of the biggest heels in the ruthless aggression era but we're not talking about ruthless aggression um but Bradshaw and Farouk would go on be the I think they were the acolytes in in fucking the corporate uh, not the corporate ministry the ministry of darkness Um. And they had the Brood, which has Edge, Christian, and Gangrel. I don't know if you remember, if you know who Edge, Christian, and Gangrel are. But they were originally the Brood, who were like these vampire-like dudes. And then Edge would go on to later become
0: one of the biggest fucking heels ever and champ- world champions. Um, But yeah, Undertaker. Undertaker. And then he, later on, becomes, after the Ministry
1: deal is over with... Becomes American Badass Taker. Uh, which is like, this is 2000, so it's technically out of the 90s, but I feel like it was still a little bit of the Attitude Era um, in there. I don't remember when, when Ruthless Aggression exactly starts.
2: Uh, but
3: it becomes... Well, I mean, a- if
2: you say that the, the Attitude Era started like in 97, that would have given it like, I don't Ruthless
3: know, depending aggression.
0: on when, when the other era started. Let's look at... Oh, they have like at least a few years. Ruthless
1: aggression era is 2002 to 2008.
3: Okay, so
1: so attitude 97 to 2002, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, so Undertaker becomes this American badass, which is, I think this is what what's close to actual Undertaker is like in real life, which is this fucking badass biker that rides down to the Uh fucking ring on it. With Lymph's Biscuits Rollin' playing, or Kid Rock's American rolling, Badass.
0: Rolling, 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 rolling.
1: Oh my god. And just beats the shit out of people. <laughs> and then he becomes, in like 2001 into 2003, so this kind of is
0: in both of the fucking eras. He becomes Big Evil Taker. Which is just. It's still kind of biker
1: taker i think he still rides the bike but he's just like more heel more heel and here's one of the matches i remember i think it's out of wrestlemania taker and rick flair have you ever watched Whoa. this match have you ever watched it you need to watch it if you haven't
2: i i have to watch it yeah i haven't seen, i don't think I've... uh
1: because rick flair bleeds all over the fucking place because he's rick fucking flair and of course he does <laughs> but, uh but uh i remember i watched this match. i watched this when it happened i watched it and my grandparents' oh, I remember, house. I remember where I was. I mistaken. remember. I remember that WrestleMania, because I think it's the WrestleMania. I think it's the same WrestleMania where Rock fight Hogan, if I'm not mistaken. Mistaking. Mistaken.
2: <laughs> mistaking.
1: Fuck. I'm skipping around all over the timeline. I'm sorry. I I, I never said it'd be cons-
0: concise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it is. It's at WrestleMania. 18 wrestlemania 18. icon versus icon
2: uh wrestlemania 18.
0: god wrestlemania 18 is so good
2: which took place in 2002 yeah in the sky dome at toronto ontario canada so good
1: So yeah, in the 90s they had the Monday Night Wars which was WCW versus WWE and this goes on for a while now. They're kind of poaching talent away from each other. WCW is beating the shit for years out of WWE until eventually something happens, it shifts. WWE in the early days was very campy and very all about these goofy ass stupid characters like the fucking Kane. Before Kane was Kane, he was a stupid ass dentist. (laughs) <laughs> like named Isaac Yankum or some stupid ass name, and they had characters like the fucking Mountie, a fucking. They had a, a guy called the Goon who was a hockey dude. The
3: it's goon.
1: it's so they're, goofy. It's so carnival.
2: It's they're so... leaning into the Canadian stuff, you know.
1: Every every wrestler was a fucking profession. It's so stupid. Don't ask me why. So nah. WCW comes along and it gives WWE what it needs. It needs fucking competition. That's the only thing that makes it. Without competition, you get fucking which is, stale.
2: Which is kind of like how what's going on right now in real life with uh, yes, with uh, you know, uh, with the WWE and I'm uh, um, like AEW, right?
1: Yes, exactly.
2: Yeah, the thing they, with they, Vince is they need some competition. Then.
1: Vince wants to own everything. He doesn't fucking understand. It, you know, having competition makes you goddamn better. It makes you fight harder. It makes you be forced to innovate and change. Don't get stuck in your old-ass ways, Vince, if you're watching this. I hope this does uh-huh. get to you, you fuck. Um, <laughs> uh, if you All can there. tell, I'm not a modern WWE fan. Um... I still kind of watch it,
2: though. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fan, but I still watch it. <laughs> no, here's, here's
1: one of the things. Nobody hates wrestling as much as wrestling fans do. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. <laughs> because we all think we can do better when odds are we probably can't. We just sit on the internet and talk shit keyboard warrior style. Um, keyboard, you keyboard warriors. Uh, no, but, but, but like he does need competition because I, everybody does, I think, to make yourselves better.
0: I mean, it, 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 it doesn't do anything but help you. Yeah. Sorry, I gotta take a deep breath. I talked a lot. <sighs> oh, you're good,
2: man. So here's something that I'm curious about. Uh, tell us about the new uh, NWO, New World Order.
1: Oh my goodness. All right, this is gonna take a minute.
3: <laughs>
1: so when was NWO born? I don't remember the exact year off the top of my head. I'm gonna look really quick. Because I think I watched it
2: was huge in the 90s yeah
1: uh, everybody had those shirts everybody had the nwo shirts so here's I what st- happens i still
2: see them nowadays dude yeah everybody still wears them
1: so here's no. what happens scott hall jumped ship to wcw the curtain call happens at wwe which is they break kayfabe which is like breaking breaking the fiction at, uh, at this live show which people because in the 90s people believe wrestling is real right right uh, which the moves are real the story, like the endings, yeah, it's pre planned, but all that stuff in there, it's real. It's really dangerous. They really are working. They could really get hurt, which is why I get kind of bent out of shape when people are like, it's fake. You know it's fake, right? No, I'm 30 years old. I totally believe that's real. Come on. Don't insult me like that, you fucking moron. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Of course, of course I know it's fucking fake. That's not the point. (laughs) It's just like watching a TV show. You know TV shows are fake, right? (laughs) It's entertainment, you know? Exactly. Just because the endings are predetermined doesn't make getting there is fake. They do the goddamn moves.
3: Ugh,
1: my God. You think it's jumping off the ring onto a
0: fucking table? Have you seen Shane McMahon jump off Hell in a Cell? That's not fake. You don't fake that.
1: Oh my goodness. Sasha's getting heated. Sorry, sit around. I'm getting heated over here. I'm getting hot. getting hot, as Steve Austin would say.
0: Um, (laughs) You ain't got to get hot about it. Um, But yeah. It's it's this fucking soap opera with action moves. Love it. (laughs) um
1: anyway so wcw uh so what happens is scott hall jump ship he wants more money wcw will pay you more guarantee you more and you get days off that's like the big thing for him he's like i get days off see when wrestling is non-stop they never have an off season they go all year fucking round until they burn themselves out or get hurt and they have to take time off they never ever want to take time off which i don't agree with necessarily they should have like a
0: they should rotate people because my god that roster is huge So, Scott Hall jumps to WCW. I think it's... I think,
1: uh... It's Bischoff's idea for NWO. I think he saw something similar over in New Japan at the time. Which, for those of you that don't know, New Japan wrestling is huge in Japan. Check it out. Um, They have some, some great shit. They have the strong style, which is... They really beat the shit out of each other sometimes, so it's crazy. Um... And then uh, Kevin Nash's contract comes up. He jumps over with Scott at some point. Uh, and, and they start teasing this third guy. Who's going to be the third guy? Who's going to be the third guy in this group? And originally, it's supposed to be Sting. Bischoff tells this story. If you haven't watched his podcast on uh, his episode of Talk is Jericho. Not just Bischoff. It has like him, Dallas Page, Scott Hall. They're all on this, this panel and they're talking about it.
0: And he's like, yeah, I got the idea from from Japan. And, and and originally it was gonna be Sting, uh,
1: which I'm actually really glad it's not. It doesn't turn out to be Sting. So it turns out they're having this match at Bash of the Beach, I believe it is. Let's see which which which, which is it at. Bash of the Beach in 1996. I think I saw this. I think I saw this match because I remember this so vividly. Um on 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 the television. Um
2: on the television screen.
1: They're wrestling. Uh, I think it's two on three because their third guy hasn't come out yet. If I remember this right And 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 the outsiders which is Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. That's what they
0: were called are beating the shit out of the other guys And I think uh, who is it? Savage savage gets like a low blow uh And so Hulk comes down, right, and
1: everybody's cheering for Hulk Hogan because he's gotten kind of stale lately. He's not getting cheered as much as he used to in the 90s. Uh, So he comes down, he saves, it looks like he's going to save the people in the ring. But instead of saving them in the ring, he drops a fucking leg drop on Randy Savage and gets in and high-fives Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. And thus, one promo later, the new World Order of Wrestling was formed by Hulk Hogan, uh, Kevin Nash, and Scott Hall at the Bash of the Beach 1996. Uh which is insane. They threw that I don't know if you've have you ever watched when they do the speech for this Daniel? Oh I have not. So I'm gonna show it to you probably after this podcast is over because you should totally check it out.
3: Yeah.
1: Hogan's doing this speech in the ring and people are feeling the ring with garbage. They are literally just throwing drinks, beer and garbage, food, anything they can—they're throwing it into the ring. Some dude like jumps—I don't know if this is at Bash at the Beach, but I know later on somebody jumps a barricade and like tries to get in the ring, and and like Scott Hall kicks the shit out of him. <laughs> Kevin Nash like kicks the shit out of him. People, people hated this, which is so funny to think about. They hated it early, but later on in the '90s, New World or New World Order is huge. They are making tons of money just off the shirts the nwo
0: shirts uh it's insane (laughs) and out of that you get you
1: get some of the great greatest storylines in wcw you get sting sting versus the nwo which is for those of you that don't know sting he's like wcw's version of the undertaker almost and he, he becomes, during the NWO era, he becomes what is called Crow Sting. Because he's kind of based on the movie The Crow. If you've never seen The Crow, I don't know what to tell you. Crow's, Go watch it.
2: Crow's great. The it's Crow's awesome.
1: Gate. So Crow Sting, he's like, NWO is running rampant in WCW. Fucking Sting, that's his show, man. That's his brand. He helped this thing get off the ground back when he was brightly colored Sting. Surfer Sting, I think he was called. Because he had like a fucking flat top. And look like a surfer, bro, from California. Uh, <laughs> he grows his hair out. He starts wearing black and white face paint. He's like the fu- he's like a fucking ghost. He's the ghost of WCW. And he comes after the NWO. And he fucking rappels down from the roof, from the fucking ceilings of gigantic, damn arenas, with a ball bat, and just beats the shit out of people. It's so awesome. So awesome. Oh my god, I miss. I love that storyline. But you also get people like DDP, who when DDP got into wrestling was like an older, he's like an older guy. Uh, And he ends up fighting the NWO. Makes him a big, huge star, which he may have been already a big, huge star. I can't remember. I don't remember a lot about DDP in that era, to be honest. Uh, Just because it's been so long ago, and I haven't watched it in forever. I'd love to go back and watch it. I think you can watch all this stuff on the WWE Network. Because what eventually happens is WCW... Eventually starts going downhill. They get bought out by, who was it, Time Warner at the time, I believe, if I'm remembering right. Um, and they're like, we don't really want to do this wrestling thing. You guys have lost millions of dollars. And so they try to sell it. And there's, there's some shenanigans that go on with this. You should look it up if you're interested in it. There's some shenanigans that go on with this fucking sale.
2: Shenanigans.
1: I think Bischoff tries to buy it and like some shit happens. What happens is Vince ends up buying WCW, which means he now owns it. He rolls it into WWE, he picks up the contracts of people he likes,
0: Uh, like Booker T, for example, ends up going to WWE, which kicks off an entire, um, entire deal. Uh they let, they fire a bunch of people <laughs> because Vince Vin, Vince
3: Vince yeah. holds a fucking grudge
1: against people, obviously. Um mm. and then that's kind of the end of WCW, uh, for the most part.
0: Um, Rip. um but born out of the nineties was the attitude era. Um and it made for some good T V for a uh, a hell of a of a long time
1: in the 90s if you were into that wrestling uh well, I talked, I talked a lot
2: Josh is like I've been talking a whole lot How do
1: you do
3: this Daniel? How do you do this uh, <laughs> Yeah that's um, me,
1: me. And there's so much I'm skipping over too. There's a lot of like mid-carder stuff like I'm skipping out over people like G- Chris Jericho who who was like one of the first guys that was started in WCW and went over the WWE and debuted in the middle of a promo from the fucking rock. Can you imagine how ballsy that is? Go toe-to-toe with the rock on your first night.
0: And <laughs> fucking insane. Um He's a he's an interesting guy, Chris Jericho. I uh for
2: those of you who don't know, he has a uh he has a podcast.
0: Yes, it does. Uh,
2: it's
1: it's
3: talk, called Talk is to Jericho. Talk yeah. is
2: Jericho. Yeah, it's pretty. I, I, I've listened to a few episodes, and it's 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 pretty interesting. Like you know, hearing him talk about some of this stuff.
1: Jericho. Jericho is kind of like the Undertaker in that he can reinvent himself for almost anything. You know, um, he was a cruiserweight that eventually beat The Rock and Stone Cold in one night to become the
0: undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. Um. Uh, he can fill almost any role. He went
1: over to Japan. He became the Pain Maker, which he put on like a bunch of weight and became very thick, and muscular, uh, and kind of um, did his little bit more agile stuff or like a lot hit hard, hitting more hard hitting
0: kind of style. Started whacking people with a big ass elbow. That looks pretty sick. Of the Pain Maker, um until and, until finding um until like getting
1: together with the young bucks and all those guys and creating a e w um and he's like a big part of that over there now just, chris Jericho is insane probably probably definitely one of my top five
0: wrestlers of all time is chris Jericho um he's a cool guy and just a good person just a good person too man like um Definitely
1: check out his podcast if you get the chance. At Talk is Jericho.
0: Absolutely. Which I, I,
1: I I think do. they're over at what's the website that they're on?
0: Uh, uh
1: They're on West One Westwood, Westwood One podcast. One podcasts. Yeah. So check check those out. They're
0: fucking great. I I listen to them at work. He just put a new episode out yesterday called The Exalted Escape of Brody Lee. Um, I listened to the True Lies one he had with Tom Arnold, which is pretty cool. Um, oh Daniel, uh, you should watch the Paul W.
1: Hauser episode because you know who he is, right? You watch, you watch, that?
0: you watch Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah. He's Stingray.
2: No, but which episode is that?
0: Oh, it's just um, I don't remember. Hey, we'll, we'll
2: we'll figure it out. It's fine. It's fine. It's it's uh, it's, it's
1: March eleventh. March eleventh is that one. Okay. I the 11th
0: episode. He doesn't have them numbered. That's why I'm like, uh. uh, But yeah, I'm gonna read the wiki for anybody
1: I'm just gonna read the wiki wiki here about uh, the attitude Era really quick just to Just in case Summing there's anything I, I yeah, to kind of someone summon sum up the WWE in the attitude era
2: so Also, in, huge, yeah. uh, huge shout out to uh, to Jim Ross cuz that man is a uh man is awesome dude
1: yeah uh, we didn't Ross. even talk about
2: commentators um yeah i know he's he he is another reason why i think wrestling was you know pretty fucking great like that you know mhm cuz he man he's he was awesome dude i know him, he's, he's him he's and he's, King. On, he's
3: on yeah
2: yeah exactly he's at uh, AEW right now right yeah
1: he's on the commentary there
2: check, yeah, him, um, check
1: him out on AEW if you're interested in yeah, Jim shout, Ross yeah shout out to
2: Jim Ross cuz that guy is uh, that guy's awesome. i think he has a podcast oh,
1: a really? lot of a lot of wrestlers have podcasts stone cold has a podcast
2: yeah, I've, I've noticed that yeah uh
1: because they just have so many stories to tell
2: yeah it's called the jim ross report
1: that's it um shout out to jr we didn't mention jr or jerry the king waller we should totally mention them they are a big part of why the attitude era probably was successful um yeah Also, Paul Heyman was a commentator at at one point uh, uh, during the Attitude Era for a good chunk of it, I think.
2: Um, Yeah, shout out to uh, Jerry Lawler and uh, Jim Ross.
1: Jim Ross saying, "God is my witness, he's broken in half." You know that shit, like a a
2: lot of the stuff that he said. Yeah, man, like he's fucking legendary, shit, man, with Jim Ross. When
1: Undertaker threw fucking mankind off the goddamn Hell in a Cell into a fucking table, go watch that shit. You will hurt. If you ever wonder why. This goes down bad. Mick Foley kind of walks funny nowadays, but you ever wonder why? Go watch his career. The dude took some ch- crazy, crazy bumps. Bumps is like when you fall and get hurt, kind of shit. He's
2: shaking hands with Satan himself.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just Jr. and and Jerry were both like big reasons of why the Attitude Era was successful. All right. So in 1997, Vince McMahon responds to uh. WWF's big success by taking the WWF in a different direction with more realistic characters and edgier storylines. Some of the rising stars included D Generation X, consisting of Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Rick Ruth, X Pac, Road Dog, and Billy Gunn, and China, and Stone Cold Steve Austin, whose rise to popularity began with his 1996 King of the Ring win and the famous Austin 316 speech. she's told, told the story a million times. I will listen to it a million more. Despite starting out as a villain, Austin's popularity would start to gradually exceed those of the top fan favorites in the promotion. At Survivor Series on November 9, 1997, WWF debuted the Scratch logo, which would be the company's signature throughout the Attitude Era, and on December 15, 1997, Vince McMahon aired a promo on Raw is War addressing the audience on the company, embarking on a more innovative and contemporary campaign, which would advertise the parent, parent description for a younger audience. The same episode also marked the beginning of the Scratch logo being the official use for WWF television broadcasts, and went into full effect replacing the New Generation logo. So the New Generation, just for a quick pause here, the New Generation era was an era from 1993 to 1997 with stars where, like, some of the older stars had kind of... There was controversy going on with steroids and such at the time. And so they kind of moved away from the older stars and started moving on to people like Bret Hart, Sean Michael, Michaels... Sean Michaels. Sean Michaels. Sun
2: Sean Mikers. It
1: became Sean Mikers because I was looking at the Undertaker. Uh, Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, uh Razor Ramon, uh Diesel, who's Kevin Nash, uh Lex Luger, uh, Yokozuna, Owen Hart, and stars like that, which they kind of branded them as the next generation. As you can see, it didn't really last that long
0: before it became the Attitude Era. Um, but, yeah, that's that's what the, the Next Generation era is. Cool. At, in
1: 1997, McMahon informed Bret Hart that he could no longer afford to pay him
0: what his contract stated. We didn't even talk about the screw job, which we're fixing to get into right here. Well, here we go. So in 1997, McMahon
1: informed Bret Hart that he could no longer afford to pay him what his contract stated and suggested that he go and get a more lucrative deal that WCW had previously offered him. Hart signed with WCW, but behind-the-scenes controversy developed over Hart's final matches, resulting in the Montreal Screwjob.
2: The Montreal Screwjob.
1: Yes. Hart was defending the WWF World Heavyweight Championship against Shawn Michaels at 1997 Survivor Series, when McMahon ordered the referee to award the match and the championship to Michaels as if Hart had submitted... And, that, and he was locked in his door. So what had happened was Sean had put uh, Bret Hart in his own move called the sharpshooter, which you've probably seen The Rock use it. Um, and while his back is kind of to the camera and you can't see, Vince is like, ring the damn bell. And he has, ring the damn bell. he has the ref ring the bell. The ref hops out of the ring and fucking takes off to the back. So immediately you know what the fuck is going on. this is something that really happened he really fucked over brett at montreal while Hart went to on to wcw mcmahon received enormous backlash from the media wrestlers and fans alike inspiring him to create the mr mcmahon character a villainous extension of his status as promoter you get the famous brett screwed brett promo we could do a whole podcast on the Montreal screw job if you're interested in it, go go check out the <laughs> wiki on it if you've never heard of it it's absolutely it's insane it's insane it's absolutely fucking insane there's the, there's a there's a fucking entire page dedicated to this on fucking wiki um
2: that's funny um that's just, that's just an interesting name the Montreal screw job yeah because like,
1: huh? I screwed him over I think there's
0: been a couple screw jobs in wrestling. Um, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, um, whew. All right, it's hot in here. Um, <laughs> following, uh, hearts departure from the company, or, or following hearts
1: departure, the company implemented, a he- uh, implemented a heavy push of popular anti-hero characters, like Stone Cold Steve Austin, whose popularity was rising and was similar to Hulk's popularity in the 1980s. Because that's when Hulk was massive, was in the 80s. And here's another thing during the Attitude Era. They had a lot of celebrities come in and do things. So, during an angle that involved Mike Tyson at WrestleMania in March 1998, Austin became WWF Champion by beating Shawn Michaels, giving rise to the Austin Era and the despotic Mr. McMahon character, which began a long-lasting feud with Austin. This feud would be very important in WWF, turning the tides in the ratings war with rival company WCW. Later in the year, new talent began to emerge for the WWF, including people like The Rock, Triple H, Mick Foley, and Kane, strengthening WWF's single division, while stables such as DX and the Nation of Domination helped fight against the rival company WCW. WWF rebounded in its ratings and popularity with Raw's War, finally beating Nitro for the first time in 84 weeks. They got their ass handed to them, by
0: the way, by WCW for 84 weeks straight. Boom. Which is insane. Correct. Um, uh, on April 13th, 1998, ratings would continue to rise throughout 98 and 99.
1: A 12-minute match between Stone Cold and Steve Austin and The Undertaker grew a 9.5 rating on June 28, 1999. It currently stands as the highest-rated
0: segment in Raw history. I don't know if that's still accurate to this date, but pretty high up there. Uh, The Attitude Era saw WWF
1: expand its television coverage and its business structure as well during this period. WWF's parents company, Titan Sports, was renamed World Wrestling Federation Entertainment, or WWFE, on October 19, 1999. It became a publicly traded company, offering 10 million shares, priced at $17 each, and began trading on the New York Stock Exchange in October 2000. In 1999, WWF launched a secondary program known as
0: SmackDown. Smackdown,
1: which came from the Rock, I'm gonna lay down the Smackdown on your candy ass. it On your it, candy yes <laughs> it, it was meant to compete with WCW's Thunder, but I don't remember WCW's Thunder ever really being as good as Smackdown was. Um, Smackdown debuted April 29, 1999. Uh, it uh, beginning on August 26, 1999, the WWF program was aired weekly. In 2000, WWF in collaboration with television network NBC created the XFL. Uh, for those of you interested in the XFL, little sidebar: um, it, it went bankrupt for a long time, or or they just kind of stopped. It was like a failure. But they're bringing it back. Well, they were bringing it back, and then all the shit that happened, and they kind of closed it a little early. But but
0: I watched it. It's pretty interesting if you were interested. In it. Um, they've gone through. They went through some rider changes during this. Um.
1: They had strong feuds and storylines like Triple H versus Cactus Jack, Triple H, Kurt Angle, and Stephanie McMahon, like a love triangle deal going on. There were feuds between the Hardy Boys, Edge, and Christian, and Dudley Boys, where they fucking jump off ladders and beat the shit out of each other with chairs and stuff, uh, uh, like WrestleManias and shit. The Hardy Boys. I, I'm a big fan of all those guys. Um... <laughs> At Survivor Series, they had crazy feuds happening, like Stone Cold Steve Austin getting run over by a car in Detroit, Michigan, to write him off TV because he had a neck injury at the time. <laughs> like, crazy shit! Uh, they had the... in At SummerSlam in 2000, they debuted the highly popular Tables, Ladders, and Chairs matches, um, which had the Christian, the Dudley Boys,
0: and the Hardy Boys all doing crazy stupid shit off Tables and Ladders. Um... Uh, yeah, man. Cool. Uh, the I attitude mean, there's, there's, era. There's a lot
2: in the attitude era, man. That we uh, can go into, but
1: for me, for me, it's probably my favorite, most favorite era of wrestling. Um, and what's awesome yeah. is if, if
0: you have the WWE network now, you can go back and almost watch the Monday Night Wars. Um. From, from from you can watch the WWE episodes and then you can swap over or WWF at the time over
1: to the WCW uh, uh, episodes and and check that check them out back and forth. Although there's some <laughs> there's some really bad stuff in there like the Viagra on a pole match that was a thing that happened. <laughs> um, they had a Judy Bagwell on a forklift match that was a thing that happened in WCW. It's um, funny. Which was Buff Bagwell's mom.
0: <laughs> it's so weird. This <laughs> wrestling is so weird sometimes. Um, yeah, man, you got any last-minute questions you want to ask or
1: are curious about in the Attitude Era? Oh, uh... I feel like we didn't talk about the ladies much, but I don't really. There's a reason yeah. I don't, and it's, the reason I don't is because
2: uh... they're more they're more prevalent nowadays. Anyway, though, I think.
1: The yeah. wrestling is better nowadays. The ladies in the '90s were more sex symbols.
2: A lot yeah. of um, they, they were like divas back in the day. Right? Yeah, you know they, they, were they, they were divas. They were divas, and I don't really now, like now, the divas nowadays. Era. Nowadays they're like proper like their own wrestlers. But mm. yeah, I remember before back in the day they were like they were like divas.
1: Which or which isn't me trying to shit on them. It's, I'm not. I just you know it, it's kind of hard to talk about a little bit. But the, well, you do get some stars out of it. You had Lita. Who is a ridiculously pretty good wrestler? Great wrestler. I'm, I'm thinking back in the '90s. I thought she was good. I thought Trish was a great, a pretty good wrestler. Um, but they All were right, almost there Trish. to be the bi candy at times. So it's kind of hard to talk about them. Um, some of the and you have to understand this is in the '90s, and I'm a little kid and don't really <laughs> understand <laughs> what's necessarily good wrestling at the time.
0: But you just know they're very pretty um right uh so i feel like i'm, I'm doing trying a to think injustice. of like
2: something we may have missed there's for sure gonna be stuff we've missed oh my god dude uh, it's so
1: the attitude air is massive
2: shout out to all the great themes like you know oh
1: my god i mean, the wwe wrestlers
2: theme songs are great yeah the theme songs are fantastic uh yeah i mean there's like i said, i'm sure there's gonna be stuff that we that we missed in this uh, if, we, if we do we can always come back and do it another time. Do you have a favorite theme for a
0: wrestler? Oh, uh, do you have a favorite theme? Ooh, Shit. I like. I like some of the like uh. Some
2: of the more like recent ones, like I like Shinsuke's uh, The Rising Sun. Like pretty good. I I like that one a lot. That's like more recent though. Even though he, that's not his current one. Like that's you know one of the ones he used. Uh, but as far as like the the the, the Attitude Era ones, I don't know. I just. The, the the Stone Cold one that you played the 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 main one that one's pretty good dude with the glass the, breaking mm-hmm. and that yeah good. yeah yeah that one's good
1: I gotta have that glass break
2: <laughs> yeah yeah for, oh for sure
1: ba-dum, dude. Ba-dum, ba-dum. I like yeah, the man, rocks a lot
2: like, the game was pretty good you know can't
1: play the game I really I really like I theme
2: yeah. I like uh another more recent one but I like uh, glorious domination.
0: Yeah. Glorious. So those are some pretty good ones. Um Yeah.
2: I don't know. I mean there's there, there's a lot of good stuff. The WWE has a lot of good music for sure. And then of course my boy Rick Flair. Woo!
3: Woo! Whose daughter, if you
1: don't watch Modern yeah. Wrestling, Charlotte Flair is probably one of the best, if not the best, female wrestler on the roster WW
0: WWE right now, in my humble opinion. She's up there, yeah, for sure. She is amazing.
1: Because she's like a fucking really high-ranked gymnast, too. It's insane, insane for Modern Wrestling. Well, unless we have any more questions, I believe that's going to be.
2: Nah, we can we we can call it there, man. Like I said, we can always come back and 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 do revisit. something that we missed or whatever. Uh, another time.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. we can we can always come back because there's a lot of other eras too. We could talk about the 80s. We didn't. I mean, I wasn't alive during the 80s, but I've watched a lot of documentaries on it. My old man. Go talk to my dad about it. Yeah. Because so, we don't talk about we didn't get to talk about stuff like Andre the Giant, who was such a big All right. a big thing.
0: <laughs> such yeah, a big we thing briefly, we briefly went over you know you know whatnot. Hogan Hogan in the 80s was massive Piper yeah brother yeah brother uh,
1: uh, but yeah let's go ahead and do our shout outs then shall we
2: alrighty yeah let's go for it
1: alright you're up my friend
2: thank you for watching this podcast everybody uh, we're gonna be back next week with a new episode of uh, Clockwork Cantina. Yeah, uh, next week we're gonna be doing uh, the <laughs> why don't you put her in charge video game version. So uh, we're gonna be talk- we're gonna be doing uh, <laughs> you know how we've done in the, if you look if you're looking at the playlist on YouTube or, or, or Twitch, uh, you'll see uh, that we've done like leading
0: ladies of Movies, TV shows, or television, or whatever. We're gonna do gaming next week, uh, cause we we should have done that one
2: a while back, but uh, we're doing it now. So uh, get ready for that one. That one's that's always a good one, you know. We kind of like get our favorite, uh, you know, women, uh, in 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 video in uh, you know video games and rank them in like no order, but just like some we just pretty much we just talk about some of our favorites and whatnot. Um. But yeah, thanks for joining, guys, today. Uh, you know, follow us and all the stuff. Uh, hit us up on uh, either on my Discord server, in the uh, in the you know the Clockwork Cantina channel on my server, or you can also hit us up on Twitter. Ask us some questions. See what you guys would like for us to talk about in the future, because uh, we're always looking for ideas. Um, and uh, shout out to uh, also. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. We're playing tomorrow. Uh, every we play well. We, well, we play every Sunday uh, live. Uh, so check that out. I'm excited for that. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, as far as stream goes for me, I want to try and beat uh, Starlink on Monday, and then probably expect a lot of Animal Crossing because uh, that's 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 the current that's the that's the current addiction, man. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, we'll see you guys next time uh thank you for watching everybody peace out
0: hey guys like daniel said we got dnd tomorrow 6 p.m eastern time right here
1: on uh, twitch.tv slash josh 902 make sure to follow all the god dang things over there in the corner for me and daniel um if you liked this episode let us know i hope you did uh i know i talked a lot and talked fast and i, I do that when i get nervous <laughs> so i apologize um uh yeah, I'm off all next week. I have zero hours scheduled due to all the shit that's going on in the world. I know, I know, we don't want to harp on it too much because you see it everywhere right now. But you know, we're gonna do some streaming. i stopped by. I don't have any schedule. I don't have a set schedule at the moment. But uh, it's good, like Daniel said, we have a problem,
2: and it's called Animal Crossing, and uh, <laughs> so we have a huge problem. It has uh, become quite an addiction. Animal Crossing has taken over but I have to tell you that I will be, we will be around perhaps streaming. It will be around just keep in touch and you will see more of it. My friends. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Exactly. I have a problem. My name is Josh and I have a problem and it's seven days to die in animal crossing (laughs) and I'm not going to give it up for any of you. No, I'm kidding. Um, Uh, But yeah, make sure to check out Cantina. That's every Saturday live on twitch.tv slash josh902. Not John, because I said John for some reason. I don't even know my own name at this point.
2: (laughs) My name's (laughs) John902.
1: Jesus Christ. This has been a shit show. I'm sorry.
3: (laughs) Uh, Oh, God damn it.
1: Uh, Josh902, twitch.tv slash josh902. That's three p.m. Eastern, twelve p.m. Pacific time. I'm so glad I remembered to hit the record button because this is all going to hell. D and D tomorrow is six p.m. Eastern time. Come by here, check it out. Same channel, same time, same place. All the stuff. Na 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 na. Until next time, bye bye.
0: Thanks for your support, guys. See ya. Bye bye.